Warning, the opinions expressed on this particular podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the guests alone. They do not represent the army, the police, or anything else. Simply our opinions, no one else's. Thank you and enjoy before I forget. Hey, hey, how's everybody doing? It's Tyree, and this is Before I Forget, a podcast by two soldiers about infantry life and all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Today's episode is just me and Kevin. Uh, We remember that we haven't really told you guys enough about us, so that's what we're doing in this episode. Uh, Please like, listen, and subscribe. Check out our companion website on Facebook. Uh, also called Before I Forget Um, please check us out on every platform you can so we can try to grow this please share what you hear and uh, enjoy the show have a good one howdy yeah I did the same thing I did last night this is uh Click to join. It brings up the app. It doesn't bring up the join the podcast and then go back to it, click it, and it brings it up. And then you tap the button. It doesn't work. So I have to close it out and then repeat the process. I wonder why it's doing that. Because it hates you. That's why. Probably what it is. That's what it is. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to Before I Forget. This is uh, just an episode with me and Kevin today. Pour myself you drink out of my... No, no. Urine. Myself out, of your, out of your ring. Yes. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Right. right. So, I thought that, or we both thought that after, you know, uh, we had a couple guests on, you guys didn't really get to talk or, you know, hear it from us directly. Like, we're the host of this fucking shit. I'm sorry, this damn show. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, we're the yeah, host yeah. of the show, and you don't really know us so much. So, we should probably really introduce each other and interview each other, almost, right? I mean, I guess, you know. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how this should work. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess we can just do like what we've been doing, but like basically, yeah, to a little bit more in depth. Yeah. So, Mister Kevin. Ooh. Tell me a little bit more about your upbringing. Where where are you from? Go into whatever you want to go into with this. <sighs> you, you don't don't reveal any crazy shit that I don't want to fucking have to come and console you about this. Oh yeah, man, I don't want any of that, man. Don't want any crying okay. and, no. and and all that stuff. No, this is no, this is this isn't this isn't a therapy session. No, no, uh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, but before we really get into it, though, um, do you think we should? take an opportunity because um, we've been, you know, since we started this literally not even two weeks ago, we've had some pretty good, uh, some decent recognition, you know what I'm saying? Um, some, uh, quite a few follows and subscriptions and, uh, and, uh, but most importantly, and to me anyway, um, we've, we've, we've had a, a, a quite a few messages from people um, about like how this has really helped them out reconnect with their friends and, 
and uh, and remembering things that they forgot, and, you know, so on. And uh, I kind of wanted to uh, really before we got into what we had to talk about, um, mention those people, and um, you know, uh, well, two in particular that come to mind at the moment. All right. Um, and I don't know if I'm supposed to be giving this away um, because I don't know if she even told them that she's told me, but uh, a friend of mine, Britain, um, has some friends. She's got military friends, but um, I'm, I'm saying I'm a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to multitask here. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for the screenshots that I have and uh you know i'm so but uh mm-hmm. no so uh the first the first one i'll just look at my phone i'm looking at my laptop i don't know where they're at in my phone the first one though um uh, oh man technical difficulties Says words for reasons inspirational yeah. and whatnot yeah, Star yeah for sure banner big ass titties yep you say thick or big both yeah Big and thick. You don't want to, yeah. Not to hate on any other kind because you know, uh, all all tits are good. Free, free, free the tatas, right? And save them and all the other things that go along with that. No, so um, yeah. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Kyle, Kyle is his name. Uh, Apparently, he's a, a marine, Marine Corps, and um. He he likes he likes that what we're doing. He says it's kind of like therapy. Um, so that's really here, man. And then um, another one that he had sent is uh, <clears throat> where did I send it to? Oh, the group. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> he 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 told her to tell me, and I'm going to go ahead and tell all of our uh, many listeners that we've that we've acquired so far. Um, he says, if you talk to the guy, you got to tell him a bunch of fucking jarheads. Thank him. That podcast got us telling stories we haven't talked about in years. And, um, and man, like, you know, like on, you know, and we talked about this earlier, but like, that wasn't even, honestly, that wasn't even in, that wasn't like on our minds. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I don't, I mean, I, we, I think we had hopes that people would listen, but I don't think that we really thought that like, people would give a shit you know what i mean because we had no yeah. we had different different meanings for it like we had we just wanted to tell these stories maybe have like this like uh this is a, a a record for later on that we could use for maybe if we wanted to write about it and you know and and make it a thing um and here and here we have people messaging um other people saying you know that they're appreciating what we're doing and that's helping them reconnect with uh with their friends and that's pretty rad man i mean yeah and it's helping me grow as a person because normally i wouldn't give a shit but (laughs) here we are would not give a fuck here we are caring yeah i don't know honestly on the real that's that's fucking dope man like uh if for whatever reason you can hop on the phone or pick up a pick up your tablet or whatever the heck you got and and text your friend or, or call them up and just have a conversation about the old shit that you used to it's a fucking good it's a good feeling and shout out to all the blue spaders and listen to the yeah, uh, for sure. show also 
Another one that I wanted to talk about, uh, I guess, uh, I guess he's in that same circle. His name is Charlie. And apparently he said, fuck me, man. Um, I said it to O'Connell last night. Who knew some army grunts could make us feel like we can talk about some of this shit again? Um, which is honestly, man. And that's, and that's, that is, that is something that I do want to address, man. I had an uncle that went to Vietnam, um, in the late sixties. I think he was there in 69 and, um, man, he was messed up from it, man. Um, and he didn't talk about it. He went to the, uh, you know, he went to therapy for years, uh, went to, um, you know, the VA to do all that stuff. And he, he told me, uh, when I came back from Iraq, he told me, he's like, man, like you can do it if you want to, but all it did was just fuck me up even more. And I, and it made me feel bad. And for the longest, I didn't want to talk about it, man. And I, I kind of felt um, nothing against my uncle, but like it kind of made me feel like I was a bit of uh, alone um, in this uh, journey, uh, you know, tra- trying to traverse the worlds of having PTSD and reacclimating um, to uh, civilian life after deployment, you know. And um, and <clears throat> so to read stuff like that, though, I think it's 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 humbling, honestly. Because that wasn't one of our initial intentions, but I'm definitely glad to see that that's that's really helping out with some of these people, man. Like, you know, reconnecting and being able to talk about this stuff, man. Like, I think mm-hmm. more I think more veterans need to talk about what it is that we did. You know, I yeah. don't care what you did over there, man. Like, I feel like, you know, you know, you and you definitely realize this after the fact. That, you know, especially when you're deployed at our level, uh, lower enlisted, but you definitely understand that, like. You know, everybody has a place. Everybody is a cog in the wheel, right? Whether you're out there fighting or whether you're out there working in the mailroom, you know, everybody has a role to play and they're all just as important. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it is it is really cool. And um, props to these Marines for acknowledging that some army grunts can make them feel like they can talk about this shit again. So, hey, hey, check this out. Like 10, 20 years from now, 10, 20 years from now, when this shit then already blown up our fucking podcast are already huge 20 years there's gonna be some guys yeah it's in 20 years yeah. there's gonna be some guys in the space force <laughs> yeah and, uh, and, and they're uh, gonna and, uh, hear this shit and they're gonna be like oh my god remember yeah. that we in a foxhole special yeah in a, in a foxhole on mars yeah fuck yeah <laughs> yeah just fighting off uh i don't know some other alien race that we found yeah, whatever. <laughs> right on to them too, man. Future to yeah. y'all. Peace out to you. Good, good luck yeah. with all that. Yeah, man. Future y'all. Thanks yeah, for listening. Future y'all. Yeah. Um, motherfuckers. Yeah, man. But yeah, to uh, Charlie and Kyle and all the other jarheads out there, uh, simplify and um, uh, go to the Facebook page. It's called Before I Forget, and let us know what your um, favorite uh, crayon is. <laughs> um, hey, man, were you there? When uh, when we were in Kuwait and we were at the, we were at the DFAC, we sat at the table with some Marines, and um, they had asked about my uh, the badge that I had on my uniform because we, you and I both, we had our EIBs, the Expert Infantry Badge. Mm-hmm. Were you were you sitting with us at that time? No, but uh, go ahead. So <clears throat> they, we, you know, we were sitting there talking, and they asked what it was. And for those of you listening, the Expert Infantry Badge is um, it's a skill badge. That you can get, um, you, you know, you have to do a 12 mile ruck under three hours with a 45 pound ruck and qualify expert, uh, pass your PT test, uh, I think at like an 80 or 85%, whatever it was at the time. And 
and then you you know you had to complete a series of tasks for us when we did it in Kosovo in 2002 September 02 um it was 60 64 65 different tasks spread out over 3 days and if you failed a task you had a chance to do it again mm-hmm. and then if you failed that one you were done and then if you failed that first task and then you completed it the second time, you're good to go. But if you fail another task, um, you, you got a chance to, to complete it. Um, and if you pass that time, then you're still good to go, but that was it. That's, that's the most you could fail. And I, I did that on the first day. It's, we call it blade running. Like you're, blade you're walking. running. Yeah. I was, I was blade <laughs> running. Weren't you true? You were true blue. Weren't you? Hell no, man. I'll blade ran my ass like uh, from day two on through. <laughs> Yeah, Blade Runner. Oh, some and so, fucking bullshit. It was fucking range estimation. How do you fuck that up? Man, uh, well, because it's range <laughs> estimation, man. It, it actually, I'm, I'm still terrible. I have no idea how I passed that fucking lane. Oh, man. I had that, that on the last day, too. That and I, uh, some other shit. I forget. It didn't matter. I know, I know Goad, um, the 240, uh, which is a machine gun. Uh, actually, this how is How did you thing. do that? Yeah, it's crazy because I was a two forty gunner at the time as well. So mm-hmm. I, I I knew that machine gun inside and out, top to bottom, everything about it, the whole manual. Thanks to uh, my my first team leader when I got over there, uh, Danny Perez. Shout out to you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Um, but uh, so <clears throat> whenever you're charging the handle to the rear, you're supposed to do it palm to the sky, right? Charge it to the rear, put it on safe, push the charging handle forward, and then continue on. Well, they had switched it around. They wanted me to charge it to the rear, push it forward, and then put it on safe. Well, I was always taught that you had to hold it to the rear before you put the, the gun on safe so that the bolt wouldn't accidentally slam forward if for whatever reason it didn't catch. Mm-hmm. And so I did what I did, and he said, you're a no-go. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, man, you're, you're a no-go. I was like, oh, you're man. batch protected motherfucker. Who was it? I don't know, man. That was 18, 19 years ago. Oh, man. Um... But then I know Goad, right? I know Goad call for fire, right? I know Goad call for fire, which I kind of knew I was going to because you know we we never really, never really did anything with that. But um, mm-hmm. I passed it the second time, so I was I was blade running on day one, and all of my the easier tasks were, was my day two, and then my day three was all the hard tasks. So I had the Mark nineteen, which is a fully automatic grenade launcher, the fifty cal. Machine gun, which not, both of those weapon systems, we as mechanized infantry had no reason to have our hands on because we had other way cooler shit. Yeah. And then do the fucking headspace and timing on the 50 cal. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Um, I, had, we had, I had landmines that day, uh, hand grenades. And you know how like when we when we did the practice lanes, like the ground was dry and then they went out there and soaked it the day of. So you had to like nail your grenade. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I was real crawl through that shit. Hell yeah, man! That was Came my back last just lane. Covered with mud, like a fucking idiot. Yeah, that was my last lane, though, man. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there low crawling, and when you low crawl, you know you're supposed to keep your head, you know, completely flat on the ground. So you're supposed to basically drag your face, and then you're pulling yourself with your hands. And the guy that was uh, grading the lane was like, "Get your head lower, get your head lower." Well, it was water, man. So I was like, "If yeah. I go any lower, sorry, I'm gonna be underwater." He's like, "I don't <laughs> give a fuck." Put your fucking head to the ground. I was like, 
fine. So I fucking went in, dude. I had like half of my face is covered in water. So I got like one eyeball out, breathing through like the side of my fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I crawled for like three more feet. He fucking kicked me in the head. He's like, get the fuck up. I was like, come on, Sorry. I put my head down. He's like, don't get the fuck up. I get up. I was like, yes, Sorry. He's like, no, you're good. You passed. I'm like, what? I was like, he's like, you passed. And he's like, is this your last? He's like, is this your last lane? I was like, yes, it's my last lane. He's like, you got your fucking EIB, dude. I fucking hurled my M16. I did not give a <laughs> fuck, dude. I did not oh, give man. a fuck. It's good times. Yeah. You remember who uh, who signed off on our uh, on our EIB? Whose name is on our certificate? You remember his name? No. The Sergeant Major. Care. It didn't matter. Yeah, I, well, I was I was good. Sergeant Major was it Beam? No, it was Beam. Beam. Yeah, Sergeant Major Beam. It was yep. Beam. Yep. Wow, you know, uh, he was a really weird-looking dude, man. Rest in peace to Sergeant Major B. I think he passed away mm-hmm. not too long ago. He did. Yeah, uh, it was a motorcycle accident. Yeah, he looked exactly, to me anyway, like uh, Stamper. You remember Stamper, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's a stupid question, you remember Stamper. He looked yeah, just like Stamper, big fucking smile. And uh, we had that um, meeting in the auditorium before the deployment, and he said fucking... 60% of you guys are going to fucking die or some shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, what a fucking asshole. He was cool, yeah. though. I mean, it was yeah. Just... I mean, the, so the, he he grew up in Ranger Battalion. You know what I mean? So he was he was a hard ass from the get-go. You know what I'm saying? And this dude was just solid. You remember we did that, um, the battalion run? Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, dark as balls out. We're coming up the tank trail. And like... In the distance, you see something like a massive, like, bulldog on top of this rock. And it was him just repping out push-ups as, like, the battalion's running past him. He's just banging him out. But he looked like this, like, werewolf bulldog thing in the moonlight. It was crazy, man. Scary. I feel like, like that's a super Sergeant Majory kind of a thing to do, though. Yeah, it is. Like, it's like a prerequisite to be just a weird-ass kind of, just slightly. Yeah, out here yeah. doing push-ups in the middle of nowhere in the darkness, just so yeah. people could drive by or run by and look at him. Yep. If I was a sergeant major, that's what I would do. I feel like the 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 sergeant's major academy down in uh, El Paso. I feel like it's a uh, a couple of months on like how to do you know battalion stuff and brigade stuff, and then you know because it's a year long school, and I think maybe like the last like eight or nine or ten months is all about like how to nitpick and do things like that. <laughs> you know, like. I didn't teach. know that school was that long. Yeah, it's, it's like a year long, I think. Because it's it's a PCS move, if I'm not mistaken. They have wow. to move the whole fan bam. Well, that's pretty big. You know, you're taking over some guy. Um, at some point, you're going to be in charge of some shit. So yeah, you know, right. invest the money in some dumbass. Right, like we do for all the other ranks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Here's a two-week school. Now you're eligible to lead troops. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh so yeah. Um yeah. So Hey, you know, didn't he have combat jumps too? Yeah, man. He had the mustard stain on his uh on his jump wings. Yeah, that's fucking pretty solid dude. Tower power, all that. Yeah. Well, I mean he was a ranger. I don't think he had a I don't think he was a I don't think he was SF, Special Forces. No, I don't think he was. And he, I know he had his his, his his ranger scroll though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. right Either way, right. whatever. Right on, and I kind of want to. I honestly, I kind of want to say he had a star on his CIB, but I'm not 100. percent I wouldn't doubt it. <clears throat> yeah, right. I mean, it, dude, dude was a, a a battalion command sergeant major in 2002, so that dude came in like you know the 80s, maybe the 70s. I have no idea. 80s. 
like early 80s. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you're, you're looking at like Panama, Grenada, Mogadishu, uh, mm-hmm. the Persian Gulf. Yeah, so it other... wouldn't be out of the, uh, it wouldn't be yeah. out of the realistic realm that he wouldn't have one, I guess. Right. But yeah, so um, thanks to those folks. Thanks to Sergeant Major Beam for scaring the shit out of me and signing off on my EIB. And uh, with a big ass face, he had a big face. He did, dude. <clears throat> dude, remember he was standing up there like talking to everybody, and he just like deep, like gravelly voice just sounded yeah. like, like I don't know, man, like like murder. Yeah, not very tall though. He would he's like five eight maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Towered big over him, but you know that right. big ass face is scary. Fuck. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> especially you know to our because I mean I turned I turned twenty in in Kosovo in '02. Uh, so, and my 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 confidence at that time was definitely a lot more than it was in high school. But fuck, man, you get around a dude like that, man. He's just been around the world, and done some shit. Mm-hmm. You know. It's it's yeah, out Different. the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, out of respect, I guess. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to, you don't want to try and like flex and somebody like that. You know what I mean? Just remain yeah. humble and you know, you know especially when you're a fucking new guy, so you still smell like a new fucking. <laughs> yeah, you man. still smell we like were... the plastic of your clothes came in. Yeah, right. We were PFCs, private first class, when we yeah. got our EIBs. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Oh man, I was a fucking uh, yeah. Yeah, PFC. I didn't get specialists until we got back to Germany. And uh, was he getting ready for Iraq? I, I believe. I got I got my E four, my specialist. Um, that November we got O two when we got back from Kosovo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, now that we've wasted twenty minutes of people's time uh, talking about nothing. Well, not nothing. Something. No, that was important. That was Shout important. out to Star Major B. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, man. Bulldog head. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph, I think his name was. Ralph Beam. But, you know, a, a name like Ralph, dude, you, you got to be a fucking mean motherfucker, dude, because people's going to make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah, you I know, suppose or... so. There's fucking Ralph over there looking all Ralphie with that big ass head head. And he's in the gym. So, like, <laughs> you know what? Call me Ralph one more motherfucking time. Bench pressing like 7,000 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Call me Ralph one more motherfucking I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> to answer your question, what was it again? From the start of this, I'd ask you. Oh yeah, you did. You asked where were you from, and and you know who do you appreciate or whatever they say. Uh, however it goes. Yeah. Well, um, East uh, Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, what? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Uh, uh, something about the rest of my days. Um, yeah, I was rounds. out shooting hoops mm-hmm. and up, up to no good. And then uh, you're moving to Hollywood or something Word. like that. Okay, man. No, so I grew up in Arkansas, <laughs> man. I uh, I grew up in a small town in Arkansas, Van Buren, named after the president that was elected in 1836, Martin Van Buren. It's a fun Sweet. fact for everybody. It's good to know. Yeah. You know, just case it pops up on 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 Jeopardy and uh, rest in peace to that guy too. I can't remember his name. Trebek. I was Trebek, Trebek man. Yeah, I thought it, I thought your shit was named after Leroy uh, Van Buren from what the hell? Of course, continue. 
I was going to say, is there really one? <laughs> no, man. But no, man. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, from Van Buren and, uh, you know, did the whole school thing. I was in athletics my whole life. Uh, basketball. I played baseball when I was a little kid. And basketball for seven, seven, eight years. And football in junior high. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I was pretty good at football, man. I was the uh, I was the punter. I was the kicker. I was a, a outside linebacker, and then I played right side tackle on offense. So I played I played the whole field. Uh, much better at defense than I was offense. But you know, seventh and eighth grade or eighth and ninth grade, I was six foot two and about one hundred and forty pounds. So I had no reason I had no reason to be on the line. And um, you were that tall at that age. Yeah, man, I topped out in seventh grade. I uh, Fuck. yeah, I got these pictures from uh, when I was a, when I played basketball for the boys and girls club. And you had that penis haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. But like fifth grade, dude, I was uh, just below my coach's uh, shoulder, and then in sixth grade, he and I were almost eye to eye. Damn. Um. So in sixth grade, I was five ten, five eleven. Coach was six foot tall. Um. I could touch the rim. Um, the 10 foot, uh, you know, 10 foot basketball goal. And then seventh grade, you know, that summer, you know, I continued to grow, hit six, two and stayed there. Tallest, dorkiest looking kid had this like, like his head, like the, the penis haircut. Mm-hmm. Like and, straight up penis. penis yeah. Hair. Like, yeah. Well, it was the bowl cut, man. That shit was fashionable back then. today. It was like, Oh, they go old penis head, Kevin. Every time yeah, they saw it. Matter of fact, we just had my uh, 20 year reunion. And, oh, um, and, uh, and they're like, oh, here's old, old penis head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. It's nice that they remember those things. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so big, tall kids, scrawny as shit though. Um, but I was really good at football. I was really good on the defensive side. And, uh, I heard a lot of people, um, like broke a kid's foot, gave a couple concussions out, broke a leg. Um, Jesus. Yeah, man. Um, that's actually part of the reason why I did not continue to play in high school because I got this, like, I don't know, this pacifist bone in my body where I was like, I don't want to hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. In retrospect, I wish I would have uh, continued playing because I might have been able to to do well at it um, at other levels. And it's also kind of ironic that, like, I quit football because I didn't want to hurt people, but then I joined the army and end up going to war to kill people. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. man, that, that whole I didn't want to hurt people shit didn't work out all the way. Yeah. What a, what a, how, how the tables turn. Turn tables? Yes. How the turn tables. Exactly. I don't know what that's from. I just know it's on the internet. No, that's uh, from The Office. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ne- no, I've never TV. seen it. Never what? Seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've never, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, damn, man. I'm sorry. I watched continue, it. continue the story. You're getting sidetracked. It's a fucking awesome show. I agree. I mean, I, I'd say, you know, you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, to right. check into it. Seriously, it's a good show. I watched the first couple episodes and I just, and, and I know what people say, right? You can't watch the first episodes, uh, the first couple episodes of a series and judge it by that, man. Yeah. Like, first episode of Rick and Morty, garbage. The, the rest of them, crazy. Mm-hmm. Good shit, you know. Yeah, that was, uh, a, that was a series where it's kind of like, uh, for me, the first season was cool or whatever. It was kind of like hit or miss. The second one is when it kind of really picked up. Yeah. And then the shit with Jim and Pam. I mean, you got to watch it. It's, fucking, it's a good show. Love story. Yeah. It's awesome. I do know that Jim went on to be a, uh, a badass um, uh, SEAL, former SEAL turned contractor and, and uh, got to work in Benghazi. 
Yeah, and Pam went and uh, I think she fucked uh, Will Ferrell. <clears throat> well, well, I mean, skating. ice skating. Yeah, so both are both are victories, I guess. Admirable. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan either, honestly, man. He's you know the what? same. He's, he's the same jerk. character in every movie. Is he? Yeah, in real he's life? an asshole. Yeah, in real life. You gonna put that on record? Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I met him twice. like once or twice. There's always like a jerk. Yeah. I mean, that is what it is, though. You know. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, who am I? I'm not shit. Yeah. Well, but you you say that you're not shit, right? But you are another human who uh, deserves kindness and respect just as anybody else does. Just because sure. he's in movies doesn't make him you know any better than anybody. No, of course not. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, uh, I, I, if I, like I had hearing... shit to do. And some guy was like, hi, I would probably like give him the smush face and just yeah. get him to find my way. Man, you remember that? To make. Remember that time uh, I called you or you, we were on the phone and I went into a gas station and I was like, hold on a second, man, I got to pay for this stuff. And I had like a little like minute and a half conversation with the, the person that worked there. Do you remember that, that phone call? Remember that, that conversation that we had? No. Yeah, I man. Remember was, anything. Yeah. Well, I guess you forgot. No. Let me tell you before you completely forget. Um, you know, I walk out of the gas station and then I get back, and and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" I was like, "What, man?" Like, he's like, "Did you just talk to that person?" I was like, "Yeah, dude. Like, that's that's what you do." He's like, "No, that shit don't fly out here, you know, because you're out there in the, on the left coast, and y'all don't talk to people." We talk to people. It's just I'm not gonna. <laughs> Not much more than hey, how's it going? <clears throat> yeah, well, oh, man, head nod. I don't want to. I don't want to have a conversation. Yeah, no the 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 southern the southern states and uh, the Midwest. You know, it's definitely a uh, a conversation is going to happen. You know that when you go into a place, you know, and if you have to interact with another human for you know any reason, there's probably going to be some type of conversation. It's always going to end in the weather, though. Almost always. Yeah, and over here it's pretty much a. Hey, how's it up? What's up? Yeah, keep it moving. All right, good. Good. Yeah. Nice to see you. you still made it through this COVID. Right on. Yeah. Solid. See you later, man. Well, what the fuck yeah. else we got to talk about? Maybe if we True. did stop and talk, we would have more to talk about. But I don't know. I mean, it all, it, all, it all starts with like, you know, I set my uh, uh, my stuff on the counter and the gas station attendant is like, oh, I cannot stand that drink. I don't know how you drink it. Oh. Well, ma'am, let me just tell you, uh, this is my favorite drink. It has been since I was a kid. She's like, well, I remember when I was a kid, I tried it, and I liked it, I guess, but then my taste buds. I mean, it's a whole conversation, man. Like, it's I would have been like, like, just give me a change. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, down here, man, it's, it's, it's a whole different world. Um, which is exactly why when I uh, was about to graduate high school, I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get out of here. It's too nice. I need to go learn how to be mean. Um, <clears throat> So, man, in school, I was never, like, academically, I was never stellar. Um, I don't think I was a dumb kid. I just didn't apply myself. I uh, apparently am ADD, um, or I was board- tested borderline when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess that means I had troubles with stuff. I have no idea. I, I mean, whatever. 
but like I, I was never really super great in school. Like I really liked science and I really liked history, but like I was never good at like math. Math is still like my weakest point. You asked me to do a simple math problem involving addition and I'm going to pull out my calculator because I don't fucking know. I'm going to panic and have a nosebleed and run away. I fucking yeah. hate doing math stuff. And I had awesome teachers, uh, great <clears throat> teachers, but you know, I could get, I did not care about it. I'm in the same boat as you, man. Like I didn't really, uh, didn't really apply myself so much. I suppose if I would have, it would have been awesome. I mean, maybe, right? Who knows what we could have been? <laughs> I remember, I remember taking the uh, SAT or the ACT, whichever one it is. You have to sit in that fucking cold ass room at those shitty ass desks for fucking three hours and answer a bunch of questions you don't have the fucking answers to, mm-hmm. and run out of time. <clears throat> Make sure you fill the whole bubble in with your number two pencil. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I remember doing that test and just being miserable and like, oh, just get me the fuck out of here, man. That's how it was when I took the ASVAB. Dude was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to circle a bunch of shit and yeah, somehow manage to get that, a decent score. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, I guess what it came down to was like, man, um, you said you wanted to be infantry, right? Can you fog up this mirror? All right, cool. <laughs> um, but I remember, I remember sitting in the. Uh, the high school in my senior year sitting in the counselor's office and um, she was talking to another student of mine, a kid that I grew up with from kindergarten. And he was always a smart dude. Um, you know, definitely applied himself and, uh, and all that stuff. And I can overhear him talking. He was like, well, you did really good on your scores. You've got this score, you've got that score, um, your grades, your, you know, I think he was like a 3.9 student. Um, and, uh, and uh, she was like, you can get into pretty much whatever college you want. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> fuck, man. This is, it's, it's April. And I graduate in May. And I don't know what in the hell I'm going to do. So my parents, um, I split parents, moms and stepmom and dad and stepdad. And, uh, and my, so my dad, my stepdad, and my stepmom all served at one point. My my dad was in the Arkansas National Guard during Vietnam. And then my stepmom was in the Women's Army Corps um, at the end of Vietnam. Um, she was active duty stationed in Korea and then transferred to the reserves. And then my stepdad was active duty Army in the uh, early 60s, pre-Vietnam. He was in from 61 to 64. And um, he, man... He just recently passed away, so uh, definitely rest in peace to Dell, man. Great dude, like definitely a great man. Like can't can't say that enough, man. Like Dell was awesome, such a great man. One of my favorite stories that he would tell, though, his first duty station um, was Greenland, the country, continent, the one that's not green. Yeah, they did that shit to fuck with people. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Norsemen back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I can't re- I can't remember the name of the air base, but it was um, it was an air force base up there, and it was man, I can't. It was it was pretty close to the Arctic Circle. Um, the way he remembers it, it was thirty thirty some odd miles or sixty miles something like that from the Arctic Circle. And he was a uh, he was a uh, a maintenance guy, um, basically what you, you know, what we'd call today like a light wheel mechanic. And his job, he was on a um, a recovery team, right? So, I mean, he would do mechanicing things as well, but like, he was also on a recovery team. So if a vehicle broke down out in the cold because, you know, it's a thousand degrees, you know, below zero, 
in Kelvin, um, they would have to go out there and recover them. And he would tell me stuff like you could you could sit there and take a piss and like your shit will freeze before it hits the ground. It was so cold. It's so cold that if you stand outside and breathe through your your mouth or your nose, whichever it was, then like the moisture in the air can can have an effect uh, and freeze on the inside of your body or something. It was wild. Yeah. Um, so he was up there for a year. And, you know, after a year, you kind of get used to it. Well, then he uh, PCSs, he changes, you know, a permanent change of station to um, Fort Chaffee, Arkansas, and he does it in the winter. And here in Arkansas, it does get pretty cold, but definitely not, not fucking Greenland cold. <laughs> and um, he uh, reported his first day, he reported to PT, and uh, it was January or February, cold as shit outside, like below freezing, right? He's in summer PT, shorts and a t-shirt. And... They're like, hey, hey there, soldier, you need to go put on your winter PTs. And he's sitting there sweating. You know what I mean? He's like, it's it's kind of warm out here. And they're like, what do you mean it's warm out here? He's like, you need to go put your fucking winter PTs on. It's cold as balls. And he's like, nah, with all respect, Sergeant, I just I just came from Greenland, the country. <laughs> and they're like, oh, right. Yeah, How man. did he uh, happen to get that duty station of all places? I don't, you know, I don't know. Um I mean, I don't know how it worked back in the 60s, but uh, I guess, I mean, needs of the army. You know what I mean? I imagine. Wow. Imagine that now. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, he was in, in, you know, it could be because he was from Maine. Right. So he's used to cold winters. Um, So there could be, there could have been something there. Like, you know, maybe they looked at like where he was from. It was like, he might do well up here. Yeah. But that's a whole new level of cold. That's cold winters, summers, falls, springs, all of it. Yeah. (laughs) Even, even the hottest cold. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. Um, and so that, yeah, you know, so all they all, they all served in the military at mm-hmm. some point or another. Um, and then, um, you know, I had my uncle went to Vietnam, my stepmom's dad, um, my, my granddad. I mean, I grew up with her as my mom. I grew up with my mom as my mom. So I was lucky enough to have two moms and two dads the way I mm-hmm. saw it. And so my, my stepmom's dad was also my grandpa. He was in the uh, the Army Air Corps uh, during World War II before it split off and became the Air Force. And then he was in the Air Force in Korea. So he served in two different conflicts. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, it was cool hearing, you know, growing up and hearing those stories. He'd always tell us, uh, he'd always uh, call us Doomkopf. They were German. Oh, German yeah, descent. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so dumb heads. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, uh, 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 what would he go? Dumb, dumbasses, but in, you know, Dumarsh. Uh, you know, my German's terrible now. So you know, I was like, well, shit, man. Like that, that could be a fucking option, man. Uh, a dude that I went to school with had dropped out, got his GED, and joined the army. Came back from basic training, eleven Bravo uh, Infantry OSIT, one station unit training. Came back and was like, bro, it is so awesome, and you get to shoot machine guns and like fucking like battle and stuff. It's really, it's it's badass. You got to do it. I was like, dang, man. Yeah, there is cake, y'all. In 2001 basic training, there was cake. I couldn't eat it, but it was there. No, it was there. <laughs> I, I man, I, I had to do KP for a week, and I remember, I remember having to throw all that shit away in the trash can. And I'm, you know, you're still hungry in basic, man, because the calories they feed you does not match the calories you're you're burning. Yeah, and, no, uh, I did that shit. I scooped that shit up, man. I ate it. I do too. I am not proud of that, but I've eaten cake out of a trash can. 
Out of the trash can? Hell no, man. I mean, like, they had leftover cake from the shit. I mean, from the... Yeah, we had to throw uh, it all I, away. We had to throw it away, but while I'm walking into the trash can, I'm fucking massive handfuls and shoved it into my face, palm first. <laughs> yeah, no, man. So, so you know, like, I'm doing the right thing, right? I'm having uh, integrity, and I'm throwing it in the trash can, and then, like, I'm throwing it more in the trash can. There was, like, there was, like, so much dessert. And I'm throwing it all in the trash can, and I'm like, Man, <laughs> it's right there. Was it the chocolate cake? You know, that was the best one. Huh? Chocolate cake with the chocolate frosting. No, it was a uh, vanilla something, brother. No, that's the bullshit. <clears throat> it, it, I mean, it really wasn't, honestly, it wasn't all that good. Um, I'm not a big cake fan anyway. I mean, I like uh, red velvet, but, you know. Um, but anyway, you know, so I talked to my parents and I said I wanted to be in the reserves and I wanted to join the infantry. So mm-hmm. I go talk to the recruiter. And, um, you know, talking to the recruiters, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, man, we can get, we can get you in the infantry. We can get you in for three years, but listen, you, you can't go in the reserves. We don't have infantry in the reserves. You have to go active duty if you want to be infantry. I was like, well, dang, man. And, uh, they didn't say a damn thing about the national guard, you know, cause <laughs> the national, you know, there national guard, you know, they have infantry, but it's a different office. They don't work out of the same office as the active duty and army reserve recruiters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we totally do that, bro. But you have to go active duty, man. So I did the ASVAB. I went down to MEPS, you know. And for those of you that don't know uh, what MEPS is, I can't remember what MEPS stands for. Military Entry PS. I don't know. Um, Postal Service. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Prostate Processing Mm. System. Military Press. Whatever. Who cares? It's not important. It's really not. Uh, which, which, for those of you who are uh, considering joining, uh, what is important about going to MEPS is make sure you do not wear underwear. Make sure you go commando, and make sure you know that your asshole will get looked at by a guy who is guaranteed to be at least ninety-five years old. Oh yeah, he's been doing it since eighty-seven, at least yeah. eighteen eighty-seven. <laughs> he's seen all the assholes, every size, every shape. Nothing's <laughs> going to surprise him. Yeah, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. <clears throat> no, uh, so my my recruiter was like, "Dude, do, do, uh, do you wear do you wear underwear?" I was like, "Yes." He's like, "Make sure you wear boxers when you go down there." I was like, "Okay." So I went and bought a package of boxers, um, mm. and uh, went down there. And glad glad that he gave me that recommendation because so they take like forty or fifty of you, put you in a room, space you out, or whatever the number was. You're stripped down to your underwear so that they can observe your basically naked body looking for any identifying marks, tattoos, scars, so on and so on. And then you have to do a series of uh, physical assessments. And um, some of them are pretty awkward if you're not wearing the appropriate undergarments. Um, Yeah. The the duck duck walk. walk. Yeah, the duck walk, yeah. (laughs) Um, Duck walk, for those of you that know, you just squat down and then you walk. So you're basically flat foot on the ground but you're 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 all the way down like you're sat all the way down but your butt's not on the ground and you just walk and you're good and plenty just out there hanging in the streets yeah man yeah you definitely want to make sure you're uh you're not <clears throat> dragon yeah hey man you like dragons no too bad but uh <laughs> you know everybody i talk to has got a story about going to maps right mm-hmm. it's always some old dude always some old dude every time yeah, I had to go through MEPS twice. It was an old dude for me, too. He had to have been like, uh, I say old, maybe about 48, 49. 
yeah. believe it or not, trying to go back in. He couldn't do any 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 of the physical stuff. Like I have no clue why he was there. It was like my second time, like I said, going through, and I'm like, man, it's oh man, you're wasting these people's time. <laughs> um, what was a? Uh, you said you went through twice. Yes, because I got out completely. And, you know, the first time I went through in L.A., and then when you get out completely and all your contracts are done, you have to go back through again if you enlist because it wasn't a re-enlistment it was an it was an oh. enlistment the second time I went through right yeah, yeah so yeah i mean it was cool it was funny because a lot of the kids you know of course there's the one or two old folks like you said but there's kids in there they're nervous as shit because they're thinking you know fucking go time but you know it's just mess they they don't know no better so these people are kind of like bossing around a little bit they're being cool but they're kind of bossing these fucking new people around and I'm just kind of sitting there watching them, like, man, these guys, young kids, man, they don't have any clue what they're in for. Youngins. Yeah. Maya, the guy that I had to go to looked like uh, that the old scientist guy from uh, Futurama, uh, Professor uh, Farnsworth. Yeah. I swear to God, that's what he looked like, man. Uh, liver spots and all. I mean, that dude's probably still alive, though, and I went through 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so they, they definitely do that. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a visual inspection, but I've heard of some other people getting a little bit more than that. I did, I did talk to one guy who said that he had a, a female doctor who was probably in her uh, late 20s, early 30s. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one, I don't know which one would, would, be, would be more comfortable, you know, especially me at that age. Oh, man, I was, I'm definitely going for the female. I'm not going to have some... Old dude, what? Well, I mean, dude. Like, if I, I had was to pick. Still, I mean, well, sure, right. <laughs> um, well, at the time, though, man, like, I was... Uh, the, some some folks might be surprised to hear this, but I was still a virgin, man. Like, I did not I did not play around with that, right? Well, before you got in the Army? Yeah. I, Same. I, yeah. Same. Um, after basic training, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Same. I I... I see a vagina until I was in fucking uh, Germany. So there you go. Well, well I mean, you know, like for other purposes, you know, whatever. <laughs> other purposes. <laughs> well, what, what are they? What, fisting? No. So continue yeah, with your... Straight your into it, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> straight into it. No, man, yeah. So, you know, I, you know I'm at MEPS and I, you, know, you go through the whole process and like, okay, everything is good to go. I did, you know, and, and you're, you're, you're talking to the person who's got your contract, right? And they're like, okay, so here's, here's what we can do, man. And they're, they're salesmen, right? They're salesmen as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, they tried, they tried to push all these other MOSs, but I was stuck on being infantry. And so, you know, they're like, okay, all right, man. So here's the deal. Um, my buddy that I was talking about earlier, he got stationed in Germany. And I was like, man, that sounds pretty bad. I want to be stationed in Germany. So I told him, I was like, is there any way that if, if, if I go active duty that I can be stationed in Germany? And it just so happened at this point in time in 2001, you could get a guaranteed duty station of choice. Yep. And, um, and so that Germany wasn't, you couldn't pick Germany specifically, you could pick Europe. But in Europe for the army, for infantry, it was only Germany or Italy. And you weren't going to Italy if you didn't go airborne. And I had, mm-hmm. I had no uh, problems with that. I never wanted to be airborne. Never wanted to jump out of a fucking airplane, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel you. Perfectly fine plane. Yeah, like 
This shit lands, right? I'll get off then. <laughs> With some fabric holding you up. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. So, that. so the, the guy's like, yeah, man, so I can get you, I can get you Europe. You know, since you're not going to go airborne, you're more than likely going to go to Germany. All right. So, so don't worry about that. And I can get you, I can get you three years in the infantry. Um, and he's like, well, hang on a second. Look at this computer. Well, wouldn't you know it, man? There's a, there's a bonus attached to that, man. I can get you, uh, I can get you that three years in Germany with, for a $10,000 uh, enlistment bonus. I was like, well, dang, man, that's fucking cool, man. I've, you know, and previous, you know, prior to this, my jobs, I, my first job was Taco fucking Bell. And then I worked at a, a grocery store. I worked at Western Sizzlin, a buffet restaurant. And then I worked the job that I was doing before I joined the army. I was a telemarketer, a telemarketer. Wow. You know, so all dead end jobs making shit for money. So 10 grand was like, yeah, oh. don't fucking pay me, dude. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, dude, we can totally do that. My eyes got all big. He's like, hell yeah, this dude's eating it up. You know what I mean? Breathing all hard and shit. Yeah, man. Like sweating, nipples hard, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the whole nine. For 10 uh, grand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. For 10 grand. Well, no, I guess that. Because he's like, he's like, wait a second. Wait a second. I got a phone call earlier. Let me double check something. He goes over, slides his chair over the other end of the desk, grabs up his phone. He's like, like, dude, one more second. Hey, man. Dramatic. Yeah, it was a show, dude. It was a full on fucking show. Like this dude, like read some book about how to be a salesman or something, mm-hmm. and uh, or maybe he bought the tape. I don't know. Hey, man. Hey, remember that thing you were talking about earlier about the uh, uh, you know three years for ten, but like if they do another, uh huh. How much? Okay, okay. Oh, what? and it's even Say, it's what? it's even more for what? Oh shit! All right, all right. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Thanks. Appreciate you. Hang up the phone. Comes back. It's like check it out, man. Check it out. Check you it out. won't yeah. believe this shit. I got some numbers for you, buddy. You ain't gonna believe it, right? <laughs> He's like, I can get you that three for ten, guaranteed duty, sta- guaranteed duty station. He's like, if you do an additional year, I can get you seventeen thousand dollars. I was like, damn, you almost doubled my money for doing another three sixty five. And all it took was one phone call that just happened to have happened right now. Fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> L- lucky old me in it when the stars align, and. Uh, he says to me, he says, now, now, now hear me out. How does $20,000 sound? I'm like, well, that's $3,000 more than the 17 <laughs> you just said. How the fuck do I get that? He's like, you got to do six years. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm good on that, man. Like, mm-hmm. listen, you give me seven grand for one more year plus another three for two more years? No, suck my balls. I'll do the four. Yeah. <clears throat> you had me from the start, man. You're just trying to butter me up some more and fucking up the deal. Yeah. yeah. You should have just left out. If he had left out the four for 17 and just told me about the six for 20, I might have done it. Guaranteed, definitely. I would have yeah. done it. That's what Mike did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember. I yeah. remember. Because we was like, yeah, hey, we got, you know, we're out of this bitch around he's the same like, time, me and you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I got to go elsewhere. I'm like, ah. Yeah. And boy, did he. <laughs> um, if y'all aren't familiar with what uh, what we're talking about, it's in the, the previous first, second, and fourth episodes the the Griff uh, trilogy. Go ahead and check those out. Yeah, but uh, so I saw my contract, man. Four years, seventeen thousand dollar enlistment bonus, guaranteed duty station of choice in Europe and infantry, and I get a ship date of May twenty four oh one. I sign my contract. This is May sixteenth, two thousand one. So I go home, right? <clears throat> and uh, my parents are like, "Well," I was like, "Well, I'm in the army." And like, yeah, and I'm like, but, 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 uh, they couldn't do infantry in the reserves. Oh, so what, what job did you pick? 
infantry. Well, what do you mean? Well, I'm going active duty. What? Mm-hmm. Floored, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm also going to Europe. Excuse uh, me? Holy shit, man. The whole yeah. house is going to burn down. Yeah. Um, signed my contract May 16th. That's when I did my oath of enlistment. Graduated high school May 19th. Um, and then May 24th, uh, shipped for basic training. And then two weeks later, it began. Yeah. Which we talked about that with Chris. Yeah. Um, in detail and for some parts of it. So, uh, graduated basic training in AIT, uh, 11 Bravo OSIT, infantry OSIT, May, uh, September 14th, 2001. So three days after 9-11. And, uh, you know, as we discussed before, drill sergeants like, hey, man, yeah, y'all are going to fucking war. Shit. Yeah. So I come home for two weeks. They gave us two weeks to leave because of the whole war effort thing. Report to Germany October 1st, um, you know, with Griff. And we come to find out we're going – at the time, there was two divisions in Germany, uh, 1st Infantry Division and 1st Armored Division. And uh, we both went to 1st ID, and we're like, holy shit, man, we're going to be near each other. And we get there, and like, hey, you're going to the same brigade. Little did we know there's only one brigade at the time of 1st uh, Infantry Division in Germany, 2nd Brigade, that Dagger Brigade. Mm-hmm. I was like, son of a bitch, we're going to be in the same brigade. Maybe we'll be like, you know, because we know there's going to be a couple infantry battalions. Like, we might be in the same area or something. And uh, we both have to report to, to 126 Infantry. And we're like, son of a bitch, we're in the same battalion, dude. We're going to be on the same base. And we get there, and they're like, y'all are both going to Bravo. There was, there was four or five of us that shipped there, and we were the only two that got sent to Bravo. Um, Bravo Company, Bushmasters. I guess they're, they're called Viper Company now, which is way cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. No, no, Bushmasters is still cool. I mean, I, at the time, I was like, what the fuck is a Bushmaster, man? I guess it's a snake, which, you know, that's cool. Um, so is a Viper. So, I mean, they could, be, they, they, they could be the Dodge Vipers now. I don't know, man. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. So we get the we get there and like we get to we get to Bravo Company. Like you guys are both going to Second Platoon, um, fucking whatever squad. This is your room, and we get the same. We were roommates together. It's like, well, damn, man, that fucking worked out, didn't it? Wow, <clears throat> that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely so, pretty lucky, man. Like like you guys when you got there, like you got there, you were by yourself, weren't you? No, 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 no. I was. Uh, I got there with Benefield. Me and him got there the same day. Did y'all go to base together? No, we did not. Yeah. That would have been awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, two different. I don't know where he went, but I went. Uh, I went to Delta Delta Two Nineteen. Candy and, uh, Let me let me back this shit all the way up, all the mm-hmm. way up. All yeah. Right. So my shit, my story is. Uh, I was actually born in Syracuse, New York. Gross. And. Uh, I don't remember any of that because as soon as I was I came out, we shipped on down to Los Angeles or Englewood to live with my grandma. It was me and my mom. That was about it. Um, up until you know the point that my mom met my dad or my stepdad. It was my dad. That is my dad, Leon mm-hmm. Brown. He passed away a few years ago. Rest in peace. Yeah. Love you. All that kind of shit. Anyway, um, before or when I was in high school, man, I didn't. I was just kind of the same as you. I didn't play uh, crazy sports. I did some football, but nothing nuts. I, I was just a writer, man. I was the editor of the newspaper. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> I was a fucking nerd, but I was a cool nerd. I, you know, ask around. Hopefully, they'll yeah. something good. Anyway, 
Uh, same <laughs> shit, man. Graduation time. It's time to pick colleges and all this kind of shit. These motherfuckers are going to, you know, UCLA and USC and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, I got to do something. I want to be left out. So I'm like, I'm going to join the army. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went to the recruiter's office. He laid down all this kind of shit for me. I'm like, I want infantry. I'm like, I don't even care about all, all this other shit. I'm, if I join the army, I'm going to do army <laughs> shit. I'm going to go so, do like that, fucking, huh? What's up? I was gonna say, did you did you did you have anybody in your in your world or in your circle or whatever that I mean, how did you know to pick infantry? Because when I talk to people now, like you know, like I'm I'm in in, in the infantry, oh, I don't even know what that is. Oh, my uh, two of my uncles joined. My great, I'm sorry, my grandfather was also in. I think he was he went to the Korean War. My two uncles, I don't think they served during wartime, but uh, I don't really know. One was a medic. I think the other one could have possibly mm-hmm. been infantry. I don't know. Um, I've never really asked him a lot about that stuff. Who knows? But yeah. I, I just know I wanted to be infantry because to me, if you join the army, I mean, I, I don't want to be fucking pushing papers and I don't want to be a chemical guy. I don't want to be doing that. I mean, I want to be out there fighting. Right. That's yeah, yeah. that's my mindset then before I knew that I was going to be out there fighting. <laughs> to actually have to be out there fighting. <laughs> that changes shit up a little bit. But yeah. either way, fuck it. It is what it is. Shit. So, uh, We're going to war. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, MEP station, ship a day that, like I said, uh, Timothy McVeigh was executed. I don't remember what day that was exactly. Uh, spent forever at 30th AG. Uh, waiting for basic to start and you know basic starts like I, I was at 30th ag when Aaliyah died in that plane crash and we i remember that man a few days later to basic and then a few days later september 11th happened wait you shipped to basic when timothy mcveigh was uh put no, no 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 i shipped uh I, when he was executed i went to meps oh okay june 11th yeah 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 so um, oh, I went to Lusinger High School, by the way, which is in Haw- or Lawndale, California. I was raised in Inglewood and Hawthorne, California. They were right next to each other. My grandma lived in Inglewood, so we were always over there. Um, what else? Yeah, went to Delta. I was in Delta 219 for basic. Uh, graduated in December. I had a lot of fun in basic, man. I got in trouble for shit. Nothing like crazy. Like I said, I got uh, an Oracle 15 for having a CD player. Yeah. And I ain't ratting nobody like whoever ratted on me. But, you know, yeah. the you code, know. whatever. Right, right, for sure. Plus, you know, karma, man. It'll, it'll come back around. Probably did. Yeah. The dude who told on me, side note, his nickname in basic was Bitch Tits. I hope he hears this. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, if your name is, if you're, if you're a dude, and your nickname is Bitch Tits at any point in time. Yes. And you need to, you, you should probably reassess your your health and fitness. Yeah, yeah, enormous areolas. Anyway, when we fucking <laughs> graduated base training, um, which is an awesome fucking thing. If you are gonna if you're thinking about joining the fucking army, man, I'm gonna highly suggest the infantry to you. Male, female, now it don't even matter. Hop yeah. your ass in there and really serve the country. I'm not knocking other MOSs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking other MOSs. But for me, 
if I'm going to go do something, I want to go do something. So, you know, yeah, infantry. So I get over to Germany. Um, same kind of thing. Like I'm looking at all these, this paperwork for, you know, where are you going to go and all this kind of shit. And one, two, six, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And like Schwein for Germany. I'm like, God, I hope there's some shit around there. And it's not just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's actually, you know, it's a fucking pretty sweet city, man. It's awesome. Um, then I meet yeah, you man. guys, and then that was that. Now but my contract going in was was uh, I didn't even matter. I didn't care for the bonus. I'm like, it was fifty grand for college, and I got four thousand for four years. Yeah, which was shit. Now that I know that you got seventeen for fucking four, what the hell? Hey man, should have joined a month earlier. Whatever. The business for those recruiters change uh, weekly, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <clears throat> so when you were when you were graduating basic and and and, uh, and all that in December of '01, I was in this town called Vild- Vilflicken, Germany, <laughs> uh, nicknamed Wild Chicken because um, the first portion of that Vilflicken is W-I-L-D and then it's Flicken. Um, but anyway, I was up there at, at a machine gunner's course um, you know, for a couple I, of days. I never went there. Really? Yeah, never went. I, I think pointed out on the map. I have no clue where Wild Flicken was. We yeah, we we definitely went again as a as a as a company. Um, I don't know where you were then because we were we were definitely there. Do you, wait, hang on a second. Do you, no, we were there because I mean I don't know. You may not have been there, but like I know Sergeant Bloom was still with us uh, and Sergeant Worth, old Mike Golf. Yeah, um, no, I know. I've never went. Yeah. So I had the machine gunners course though, man, it was cold as balls, man. Vilflick is up in the mountains. It's always cold, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that last day was like the, the culmination of it. Like to put it all together. And it was like, you know, you had your machine gun team. So it was me and Billy Jack and fuck. I can't remember who my other, uh, my, uh, cause you had your machine gunner and then you had your assistant gunner, your AG, and then your ammo bearer, your AB. I don't remember who my AB was. But uh, so we we had you know you had to you had your your kit on and all that stuff your gun you had to ruck you had to force march three miles to a turnaround point and clear disassemble and reassemble the M two forty Bravo machine gun which those of you who don't know it's a big ass gun uh, weighs twenty seven point six pounds a um, hundred rounds of live ammo weighs seven pounds and then you add on the machine gun optic which is a three power um, optic. And that is an additional three pounds to even your gun out at 30. And so you're carrying all your shit. You're forced marching through the mountains to the turnaround point. It's cold as fuck. You're sweating. You don't wear snivel. Because it'll just make you sweat more. And then you, when, you, when you do stop, you'll, you'll get colder faster. Mm-hmm. So just BDUs, machine gun, hanging around the neck and going. And get there. There's a line. So you get the shakes and the shivers. And uh, you get up to the gun. I knock it out as fast as I can because I'm like, well, we need to get moving. Um, knocked it out pretty good. First time go. Uh, first time go for that, but failed it in the IB. How about that? <laughs> That's what and I was then, saying. I, I was confused. Yeah, right. And then we force <laughs> marched back. We made a force march back to the start point and then do a range card. And you had to lay there on the ground and look what's in front of you. And you have this, this laminate, piece of laminate paper that's got um, – 
you know, you draw out what's in front of you and you, you do estimate range to be like, okay, so this ridge line is, you know, approximately 800 meters away. Uh, there is a, a lone tree 25 meters to the left, blah, 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 et cetera. You draw your north, all that stuff. Well, they give a piece of laminate paper with a, uh, with a dry erase marker. Shit was frozen, man. Shit wouldn't write. I had to lay there. I had to wait on two teams to go ahead of me. And then we had to lay there until I got it done. And uh, <laughs> so by the time I was complete, we had already we had been done with the ruck march for three hours. I waited an hour for each team ahead of me, and they made me lay there for an hour. Wow. Yeah, sweaty, no snivel gear because it was all locked up, no warming building because that was all locked up. Stupid, man. But uh, and so you met us. You met us in uh, – we were in Grafenvir, right? Yep. To, <laughs> tell us, tell us about the first time. My, the first our introduction. My our me meeting me meeting you was fucking weird because for one, it was the first time I was really meeting the platoon. I was yeah. back in the rear, a rear D rear detachment, um, just waiting for a, a ride, I guess, to go from Schweinfurt to where you guys were. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you get on the on the bus, you have all clean shit, T850, all your mm-hmm. shit that you get from mm-hmm. the units, nice and clean, shiny. Yep. You know, you know there's, there's no marks on anything, no scuffs, everything's perfect. You get to the field, and I meet you guys, and you guys look like a bunch of dirty, dirty assholes. And I'm like, God damn, these <laughs> fucking guys here, man. Everyone looks like they're having a miserable time, but there's still just a spark of happiness with this group. Believe it yeah. or not, like, it... it, it Anytime we have some wild shit going on, or you know, there's still just a little bit of spark of it could it could be worse. Yeah, man. And we were. I feel we like you guys had that going on when I, when I met you guys. Anyway. Yeah. No, and we we were definitely. Uh, I, I I can only speak for our platoon, second platoon, Roughnecks. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know we definitely long before the the saying embrace the suck became a thing we definitely knew how to embrace the suck man like this just sucks man but like it's gonna get better it's cold man but it's gonna get warmer you know what i'm saying this ruck march is long but we'll be done with it in a bit you know what i mean it was always something like that man yeah i don't know what it so, was man. it was an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. so i i'm showing up to the unit clean dude and the new dude mm-hmm. And it did not work out immediately. I think, uh, didn't you try to throw me in the mud? I tried to convince you to. I tried yeah, to convince I said, you to jump no. in. I'm like, that's fucking, that's, yeah, that's man, fucking I'm sitting stupid. There. I don't want to do that. But, yeah. Um... <laughs> you flat out told me. Because look, all dirty. we had already been in graph for, I think at this point, like a week and a half, two weeks, you know. Yeah. And there's not a lot of, sh- you're in the field, right? So there's not a lot of showering and doing laundry and all that stuff. So you're just kind of living in your own funk. And then you show up. You smell know, like zest fully clean and shit. Yeah, man. Pristine. And I'm like, come on, man. Get in that fuck. There's like a mud puddle right there. And I'm like, fuck no. Why would I do that? That's fucking stupid. <laughs> and on top of it, you know, it's January, <laughs> right? So it's, you know, it's cold outside too. And uh, yeah, and you were like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, oh, come and on, back man. back in my head, I'm like, should I fucking do this to try to like blend <laughs> in with these motherfuckers? And I'm like, yeah. nah, we better stand on our principles from the start, man. Right. Yeah. But, but, what, did, <laughs> but, what, did, but what did I do after that? Didn't you jump in the puddle yourself and I, try to throw me into it or something like that? It didn't work. I didn't go down. I jumped in it myself. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you are a dumb asshole. Yeah. This yeah. That looked cold. I'm like, you look cold. 
You're dirty and cold now. You're wet, dirty, and cold. I'm clean. I'm looking around at other people like maybe I should have dived in. Maybe I, I mean, you know, whatever. You know, yeah. it, consequences are consequences, but yeah. at least I'm not cold and wet and dirty right now. And a dumbass. And a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And here and here we are. Uh almost because that was in January 01. So we're or 02, I'm sorry. So we're we're coming up on 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 20 whole years. Me and you. Weird. But uh <clears throat> yeah, graphic beer and Hohenfels, man. Longest still problem ever. I think we talked about it in the in the doc episode. Yeah. Um if you uh, ever been there, you know what we're talking about. Like it's yeah. In the field it's real shitty. It's fucking terrible. Especially <laughs> but, when you're especially when you're infantry. When you're able to go into the like little shop at little area, little town mm-hmm. shit, is it really not that bad? Yeah. I remember dude like in graph, like having to walk was it a it was a mile, mile and a half through from... the woods? Yeah, yeah. From where we had, where we were set up to that little shop at, mm-hmm. and we would gladly walk that, and it was nothing, man, nothing. Oh, yeah. It's nothing, no problem. Now a bitch about like, man, there's no fucking parking spaces at, you know, in front of Walmart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I was just thinking about that a few days ago. Like, man, I walk way down there. I get me a soda and a coke, like a coke uh, yeah. cup. Mm-hmm. Dump that shit. Give me a beer. Put that beer in there. Walk back. Like, man, I hope I don't get caught by nobody. <laughs> Never got caught, man. Thank God. Yeah. But man, that beer was fucking delicious. After all hey. the fucking days, no fucking yeah. nothing. Oh yeah. You remember we were at that same? It was a different field problem uh, in 2003, I believe. We were you and I. I think we just got a haircut. We were walking out of that fucking shop at. You had just lit a cigarette. Remember? Hey, no, keep going. You don't remember this? Walking out of that shop, that man, we stopped. You, you, you know, say, hey man, hand, hold up. You light your cigarette in your, it's, it's in your right hand. You and I are walking, and we're in the field. Oh, man. I'm all the way wrong. Yeah, <laughs> already. Well, wa- yeah, walking and smoking—that's a no-go. And mm-hmm. then who happens to cross paths paths with us? Um, but a full bird colonel, of course. Um, and 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 we. <laughs> and we do the right thing. We salute. Mm-hmm. But uh, old Tyree Brown has a cigarette in his right hand. Of course. You, as a, as a, as a, as a specialist, we were both E4s at the time. You, as a specialist, saluted a full bird colonel with a lit cigarette. Hey, man. Sign Acting like you're a warrant officer or something. <laughs> Just doing what you want. Well, I mean, E4 Mafia. And I'm, what are you going to do, sir? Yeah, he's gonna Very. fucking track me down, track yeah. me down, and fucking graph or where are we graph, graph here, yeah, fucking find me, dude. Good luck. Yeah, I do remember um, when we were there for that yeah, field problem is when they came out with that movie uh, Black Hawk Down, and yes. I didn't realize. Um, first of all, my knowledge of. American military history was very, very limited at the time. And I didn't realize that that was a thing. And in retrospect, dude, like you look back on it in 2002, uh, Mogadishu went down in oh, 93. Yeah. 93. Yeah. So 3rd. this was, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, Operation Gothic Serpent. So Something like that. Yeah. And so this was nine, uh, nine years, give or take. From the anniversary of that. And they come out, you know, the book is out and they make the movie and they gave us a, a day off 
And they said, everybody is going to the theater on Camp Aachen, and we were all watching this fucking movie. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, because some of the guys that we were there with, some of the old timers, I think it was a uh, fucking might have been a commander's first. I have no idea, but they, you know, they they were either involved in some way, shape, or form, or knew people that were. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, as a young private, honestly, that was uh, that was kind of a pretty impressionable moment. Because um, you you really kind of, especially considering that we at that time we knew we were going to war at some point. Yeah, and it made and, it made everything a little bit. Just slightly different. I gotta say, you know, uh, it's a fun, it's it's a movie. Yeah, uh, I know it's based on some real shit, but it's still a movie, so things are are extra spicy for whatever reasons. Some liberties were taken here and there. Yeah, I get it, but uh, <laughs> it made me think like, all right, well, you know, this shit could happen to us. Yeah. So you know, yeah. What what did they do? Even though it was fucking, it was a. Yeah, it was hit or miss the entire time for those dudes, but um, right, yeah. So, so we finished up that that ro- that field rotation, sixty four days in Grafenvir and Hohenfels, and uh, that April, that following April, um, so we were back in, in Schweinfurt for about a month and a half, and then uh, we deployed to Kosovo and we're there for six and a half months. Pretty uneventful uh, time. Um, did a lot of walking around the Balkan mountains, got to do our first air insertion mission, got our EIBs. Um, but pretty much, you know, mostly just standing in guard towers from eight to 12 hours and staring at cornfields or yeah. whatever. Easiest six months you're ever going to get. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, man, I was blowing money on the internet. I got my, uh, I got my final installment. So they fucked up on my bonus and they, they paid me, when I got to Germany, one installment, they paid me again in, in early '02, and then when we were in Kosovo, I got my final installment, so it was tax free. I didn't give a shit about any of that money. I didn't get my bonus until I had got back to Los Angeles and was out of the army. Really? Yeah, I actually That's... used that money for a down payment from my uh, Mustang. Huh? <clears throat> Did not know that. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I never. I didn't. I don't like sitting in line and doing paperwork. Oh, I'm yeah. like, it's, I'm gonna get the money no matter what. So, uh, fuck it. it part of my, my idea. Part of my in processing was like, hey, did you let me see your contract? Because you had your 201 file, or whatever it was at the time, and um, <clears throat> I, you know, that was in there. I didn't. I didn't give. I didn't do anything about it. You know, I was just like, here's this. I'm a private. I don't fucking know. Yeah, no, it was in there. There was something wrong with it, and I didn't. Oh. I really didn't want to go back down there and fuck with it. I'm like, when I leave, I'll get this shit done. And that's what happened. That actually yeah. worked out pretty good for me. Yeah. Um, like I said, because like we lusted over those Mustangs. I'm like, I'm going to fucking get one of those fucking things for sure when I get out of here. And I got one. Oh, dude. Yeah, I remember after Iraq, dude, like we sat there and like obsessed over that new body style. Yeah. In uh, 2005, for y'all, y'all listening, like that was when they came out with that new, the new retro style. And that was the shit to me. I'm like, I gotta have it. I gotta get one. Man, you look at those uh, those O5s uh, now, especially like the this the V6s. Like they do not look good comparatively. I mean, they got better. I would say around 07, 08, they kind of fine tuned that particular body style. They weren't really good until they got the 5.0s back because they were yeah. rolling. Uh, I want to say four sixes or four eights. Four six. Four. Six. I think it was. I want to say it was four eights, but I, I really don't know the GTs. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get a V. I did not get the 5.0. I had a I had the the smaller 
GT. It only had 300 horses, but it was <laughs> back then that was a lot. Yeah. Now you Hellcats are out here. Fucking yeah. crazy. Right. SRT vans. Um, <laughs> I uh, I had a Mustang. Uh, yeah, you did. It had little ponies on the side of it. It was it, cute. It did. It it was cute. I had a uh I had the type of Mustang that um a 16-year-old girl gets for her birthday. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I love the fuck out of that car, man. I babied that car, dude. And I drove oh, the shit man. out of it, man. I came back. So I bought it right after Kosovo. I came home. It was my first big purchase ever. Put a, a decent-sized down payment on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then it sat at my dad's house in Arkansas while we were in Germany. I could never bring it over. Mm. So, you know, when I, when I was finally able to drive it, June of 05, man, it had like... 5,000 miles on it, you know what I mean? Oh, man, they was doing donuts in the parking lot of your shit. No, I mean, I, that was me driving when I came home on leave every time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I drove the shit out of that car. But, like, I came home after the Army, and I fucking, I put a, a cold air intake on it, I programmed it, I reprogrammed it, uh, adjusted the shifting points in it. And, I mean, for a V6, dude, it it, it performed pretty decently. Um, I miss that car. It was uh, it was gray like the uh, the old Eleanors, um, uh, minus the racing stripes. I remember, but, uh, man. I remember me and Sil went and visited, and we saw yeah. the uh, the cranjaw on the Mustang. back of it. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was fun times. Bad. I often think about that every time I drive back from Tulsa. Actually, every time I drive back from Tulsa, because y'all flew into Tulsa. Yeah. Every time I drive back, I'm like, man, I, 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 to this day, I just drove back from Tulsa not too long ago, actually. And I was just like, man, I still feel bad about cramming you on the back of the fucking Mustang <laughs> and then getting lost on the way home. Because, you know, we, you know, GPS on your phone wasn't a thing and you didn't have the ones you put up in the window yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still I feel even, bad about that. I didn't that. even know that we were lost. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was just driving. Yeah, you know, man. When, you just, when you're visiting from other states, it, it, I'm just looking out the window. Yeah, it, it was ain't dark. Shit to see. <laughs> yeah, right, man. Oklahoma, man. That part of Oklahoma ain't nothing to see. Yeah, it wasn't a goddamn thing. But, <laughs> but you uh, know, it was still cool. Yeah. Um, I had so many cars, dude. Now I'm thinking about it. Fuck. Over yeah, time. Geez. I feel like you've I feel like you've had a lot. I've had a lot of cars. I'm a I'm a car person. If I ever do a car podcast separate mm. from this. Well, you you had a uh YouTube a, a car YouTube channel, yeah. Yeah. The is mighty. Still, yeah, is it still going it's, or no? It's still up. Uh, we haven't done anything in, in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I got rid of the charger. I had a scat pack, y'all. I don't fucking V8s all day until uh, I just recently got a Jeep uh, Gladiator. I got a uh, the Rubicon Gladiator. It's nice. It's fucking dope. Yeah, I love Jeeps now. I'm a Jeep person. Can't but you Jeep, Jeep motherfuckers man. are crazy in here in California. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are fucking crazy. Like, first of all, you know, like, there's a Jeep wave, which is cool. Okay, yeah, I yeah. get it, waving motherfuckers and shit like mm-hmm. this. But out here, these motherfuckers are psychopaths if you don't wave back. They will chase you down. And, what? And slice through. Tra- man, I'm telling you, I just got the Gladiator. Just put mm-hmm. big wheels on it. The shit's nice, man. No lift. 35-inch wheels. Pretty, pretty, pretty truck, man. Gray, graphite gray with, with gold, not, like, bronze rims. Anyway... I'm on the freeway driving home, and I see this orange blur in the peripheral here, weaving in and out of traffic. I'm like, what the fuck is the guy doing? So I go and look, and it's a fucking another gladiator. I'm like, all right, well, 
cool. Man, I don't know what the fuck you want from me? Mm-hmm. But he's weaving and like waving like a fucking moron, like a crazy person, psychopath. I'm like, what the fuck? So I speed the fuck up and my truck has cold air and some other shit on it. That makes it just a little bit faster than other shit. Other shit. So I fucking take off. I'm like, you're not getting this way, buddy. I'm fucking gone. <laughs> I'm in the truck lane. Fuck, I'm flying, man. And this motherfucker's cutting trucks, cutting off cars and shit, weaving and shit. And he gets right up next to me. Because after a while, I'm like, I'm just eating up gas getting away from this dude. We've got the same fucking engine. And uh, he's just like, I wave at you. You didn't wave back. I'm like, bro. It's no, okay, man. man. Take it easy. That happened to me on several occasions. People with Jeeps in Los Angeles area are fucking crazy. Yeah. Period. I love my Jeep, but fuck, if I could just yeah. tint my windows and not, not see anybody. Yeah. <laughs> or them not see you. Yeah. yeah I wave. Awesome. I wave, motherfucker. I wave. You can't tell? Oh, it's with the tent. It's the tent. That's what it is. Now, here, man. Here. So I had a TJ. I had a 1999 uh, Wrangler. Um, mm-hmm. And that thing was ugly as fuck, but you know it was a Wrangler, and I was proud of it, man. I uh, <clears throat> and so at the time, the 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 rule that a lot of Jeepers around here followed is you didn't wave at a new a newer model Jeep, especially if it was stock. If even oh. if they waved at you, because they're not a Jeeper, they're just some dickhead with a Jeep. And so I live in a college town, or near a college town. I don't live in Fayetteville anymore, but I live near Fayetteville, Arkansas, where the University of Arkansas is. And so there are a ton of mall crawlers. And I imagine out there in L.A., it's, it's mostly mall crawlers as well. You know, oh Jeeps God. that have never seen a, a, pay, an, a road that's not paved, you know. Yeah. My, my shit, I, I go off-road all the time. Like, all the time, as much yeah. as I can. And there's people in my area where like right now I can look out the window and there's a guy with a white Rubicon with big 20 inch chrome wheels Mm-mm. and these itty bitty tires. I'm like, man, what a fucking waste. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. How you going to spend all that money to not go fucking not potentially it. fuck it up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> especially yeah, if it's a Rubicon, man, because that Rubicon, right you can take one. that, you can take that places. Yeah, it, it, we do, man. It's out so the box. Fun. Like, uh, yeah, out the box. It's so much fun. Like, I <clears throat> thought I was going to be pissed off about getting rid of the charger because, you know, speed is fun. It's fast. Mm-hmm. It's loud. Mm-hmm. It looks bitching. But it's just something different about going up the side of a mountain mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, yeah. uh, you know, engaging lockers and all this kind of shit to, yeah, to get over stuff. It's a lot more fun than just... Uh, Speeding it's, dangerous as fucking the streets. You should never do that. Don't ever fucking street race. As a former yeah, police I, officer, don't ever fucking do that shit. Don't be a shithead. Uh, um, uh, a girl I went to high school with actually died that way. Uh, I had a friends. cousin die. Yeah. I had a cousin die from. Uh, she, I don't think she was street racing, but she. Uh, it was just in it, not not paying attention. So she wasn't even driving the car, driving the car. But yeah, no, way, she was. Man, this this one wasn't either, man. She was the passenger of a car, and just yeah, they, the driver lost control. Um, but yeah, man, that's the thing about a Jeep, though. You you can, no matter where you are, for the most part, obviously, if you're at a beach looking at the fucking ocean or whatever the shit, like, <clears throat> you know, it, you, most places you can be like, yeah, I can drive over that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I can take that. Except <clears throat> with, the, with the Gladiator, you have the bed, so you have that extra it's little like bit of the little back longer. that you have to worry yeah. about, yeah. Which is, you know, not a big yeah. deal. Negligible. 
I mean, it's 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 not a lot longer. I have a Cherokee now. I have an 05 Cherokee. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a lot longer than it. And I could take that. I, I mean, I'm not going to take it all the same places that I would take my my the Wrangler that I used to have. But mm-hmm. but yeah, um, I love those fucking things, man. I, yeah. I really do want a two door now. I want a two door uh, two door Jeep as opposed to the tr- the uh, Gladiator. If you like get a two door, you have to get a TJ. Or an LJ, or an yeah. early model, early model JK. I was really considering like a, a twenty. Samaya. Well, my kid has a uh, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty sixteen black uh, two door, and I'm like, it's really not that bad. Yeah, the sport. That's a JK. Yeah, I dig it. And I would get totally get the base model one. I wouldn't get the Rubicon. I know why yeah, like that. Yeah, there's you're kind of a jerk off if you get the Rubicon. I think a little bit like no, you really bit. are. You really are. Um, <laughs> the, the Rubicons, the uh, the Mojaves. Yeah. I mean, you're just spending extra money for shit that like like a regular. Like, I swear to God, man, I have seen some fucking YJ Jeeps, and these are like early '90 Jeeps. The one with the square headlights, the Wranglers with the square headlights. Yeah. Um, I you know I YJs with a fucking four banger will mm. fucking do almost the same shit as a Rubicon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, don't, and don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Rubicons obviously have all the performance shit in there. You know, they can they can definitely do some shit. But mm. for your average jeeper on the road out there, they're they're not out there it's, fucking crawling up the goddamn fucking Kilimanjaro. Exactly. You know you're totally nice and safe with just a sport. If you want to spice it up, you can spice it up. Yeah. Save a ton of money. Change yeah, out and the fucking hooks, the thing. all that. And there's a saying in the Jeep world, right? Uh, do you know the saying? Oh, uh, I'm sure it has shit to do with money. Because yeah. all you do is spend money on, on fucking well, modification. Well, there's, there's that too. There's, so Jeep, <laughs> the, the, the one I think you're talking about is Jeep, uh, uh, just empty every pocket Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. as an acronym. But yeah, so the, the other one that I'm talking about is built, not bought. Yeah. Yeah, so you buy the base model, and you're like, you know what? I wanna, I wanna change the gearing in it. So you change the gearing yourself. I wanna, I wanna put a lift in there. So you put the lift in there yourself if you can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Built not bought. There's a pride in that. There's a pride in that, just like there is, you know, with us being infantry. I remember when I got my fucking cross rifles, man. My drill sergeant Goble gave me my cross. I cried, man. I sat there and fucking cried. Yeah. I was so proud of myself, man. Mm-hmm. You know. And when you do work on your vehicle, there's, there's a sense of pride in that. And it it's, a, it's a big thing in the Jeep community. And you went out and bought a Rubicon, so you know. Hey, but I still build shit on it. God mm-hmm. damn it. It's not like, it, like, it's not sitting there just fucking looking pretty. I go out there and I get it dirty. I go to uh, all the off-road parks out here. Yeah. As much I'd be as too possible. afraid to scratch it up, man. I'd be too afraid to scratch it up. Fuck that. I don't give yeah. a fuck. That's the point, yeah. kind of. Like, it's going to get scratched up. Yeah. You're However, right. you're I'm right. going to apply some ceramic coating to it myself. That's a good idea. Mm. Yeah. You know what super I like? easy thing to do, by the way. If you ever uh, wanted to do that on your own, it's an easy task. You know I what cannot I like? stress how great your car will look afterwards. No, nah, man, you ought to rhino that whole bitch. Oh no, man, that's just yeah, dude. Nah. You can you can roll that thing down down Kilimanjaro, and it'll look <laughs> you know, the exact same. I saw they have a couple of uh, rhino out fucking jeeps out here i'm like it looks cool but eh. and it's it's got that matte finish to it i, I dig it man i like that I, I like the matte finish though yeah i've seen it in other colors i've seen it in white uh, and red out here believe it or not they and blue 
Yeah, I had I used to, I had a picture saved in my phone for the longest of a of a blue one, matte, uh, rhino lined, fucking all the all, whole thing. This this Jeep must have cost more, uh, you know, six figures, and uh, mm-hmm. there was sitting in a showroom, not being used. But you know, it is what it is. I tell you what, once this fucking podcast kicks off and gets going for real, we start making some money, and I get some <laughs> gas money. I'll drive I'll, I'll drive on down to Arkansas, get some of those fucking. Uh, you know they have the uh, the G parks you go to, and they'll send you the uh, the uh, medallion if you yeah. Uh, complete yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool to to scoop some up along the way. Yeah, um, that's also that's awful high hopes that you think that we're gonna like make that you're gonna make enough money if you can drive your Gladiator from California to Arkansas. That's the goal for this podcast for this season is enough gas money to drive from se- California to. Se- are we doing seasons? Sure, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I mean, else we're going to talk about after this. Yeah, you're right. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. I'll tell you though. I mean, I mean, if it does, if it does generate money, that's cool. But um, I mean, that's not the goal. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, yeah. If it pops up, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, tacos. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of like, it's kind of like your four thousand dollar bonus. I mean, if, I'll get it at some point. Maybe who knows? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, I've had people message and say like, this this is blowing up. Y'all are doing really good. Um, I'm we're, you know we're digging what y'all are doing. And, um, and, uh, and that's, man, that is awesome to hear. Like, you know, uh, we've been, tr- we, for those folks listening, like, like we're every day, like, you know, we're tracking like what's going on with it. Like how many, the, you know, how many, how many followers the Facebook page has or like listeners and stuff. Like we're looking yeah. at this shit, like, why, what is going on? Cause we mm-hmm. just figured, we just figured that it would be like, you know, a couple dudes sitting around telling stories. Who, who wants to listen to that? I only thought it was going to be guys from bravo company that was going to listen to this yeah and, and we're going to have a laugh about it and you know maybe 50 yeah. people would would check it out overall and i didn't yeah. expect that to happen within the first hour so yeah man it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy rad. Yeah. um but uh you know so so there we are they shot a sh- whoa 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 yeah. share if you're listening this far into we're eight, 87 minutes into this and then you guys actually yeah. listen to the entire thing uh share it God damn it! Fuck. <clears throat> Not to be confused share with, with somebody share. famous. <laughs> with somebody famous. <laughs> somebody, if you, you or somebody you know is famous, share. Yeah. Say, also, hey, if you are not famous, share. Post, post your, post our shit on your shit. Like, hey, listen to this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's not shit. It's this finely polished turd. You can, you, <laughs> you can call it shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. Um, um no, I'll tell you what, man. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm just. It really is. It really is pretty. Like, it, it is humbling, is what it is. You know what I'm it saying? Is. Um, because it's it's like, wow, man, that's that's cool. But I mean, to you and I, the shit that we're talking about, like when we talk about our deployments and we talk about army life, like to you and I, that's just the norm. You know what I'm saying? People, like, we we can tell somebody who's never deployed or or whatever uh, a, a civilian, we can be like, yeah, I went to Iraq, and they're like. <gasps> Oh my God, that's so crazy. And automatically in their head, it's just this unfathomable place, this untangible place, this place they can never go to. Um, and we experience things that they'll never experience. And to us, it was just like work, like mm-hmm. work. It's, it was just like them going to their job. Like, oh, okay, well, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, well, uh, uh, I work at Target. Okay, well, tell me about your day. Oh, I don't want to hear it. That's the same mentality that folks in the military have when it comes to what we do. Yep. Exactly. Um, the same. But you know, 
uh, like like we had talked about, I think we mentioned in previous episodes, is that fuck, man. Like, look, we're not we're not special, right? We're not operators. We're not tier anything. We're just regular old army grunts. And as far as the grunts world is concerned, the army infantry world, we're the lazy ones because we were mechanized. (laughs) We didn't jump out of shit. You know, we didn't run 15 miles a day. We didn't have to wear 80 pounds of fucking bullshit to walk wherever the fuck to camp out under the stars. We had Bradleys. We had mechanized baby tanks is what they call baby tankers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in um, all, it wasn't that bad. No, nah, man. Good time. Good times. Good times for sure. I remember, I remember, dude, when we got um, uh, a couple folks from the 82nd, uh, 82nd Airborne, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Sergeant Smith and uh, Sergeant Gill and Sergeant Absher and uh, just mad as hell that they yeah. came to the mechanized world. <laughs> and uh, Sergeant Gill especially, he was not happy about it. I think he wanted to stay in the uh, 82nd for as long as he could. And um, I'm glad he came to us though, right? Because like we discussed before, oh, yeah. like he bought a fuck ton of knowledge. So did Absher and and, uh, and Vincent, sorry, Vin- uh, sorry, Vincent, Sergeant Smith. Mm-hmm. His name is Vincent. Um, they brought a ton of knowledge that we didn't have. Um, yeah. and, uh, so definitely thankful that they came. And I think, I think Sergeant Gill definitely came around, man. Like he, um, I think, yeah, I think he got comfortable. Not, I wouldn't say comfortable because while he was there with us, he still went to Ranger school. Yep. Pathfinder, right? Yeah. He didn't sit around and relax. He fucking oh, still man. continued his career heavy. Yeah, he put in the work, and, man. He definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and you know what's wild? The majority of those guys—they're like sergeant majors now. Yeah, like Sergeant Gill is a sergeant major. Like yeah. Sergeant Absher is is so, uh, sergeant major. Is sergeant major. So yeah, and, yeah. And, and we got a bunch of other people from our unit who continue to continue their career, and they're up there in rank, master sergeants and sergeant majors and whatnot. Yeah. That says a lot about what the fuck we did as as a whole and how we were trained. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and, and these dudes are out there still kicking ass. Like, Sergeant Gill looks like he's aged. Sorry, Major Gill. Um, looks like yeah, he's aged only Major slightly. Uh, Sergeant no, Major he, Absher, he looks exactly the same. He hasn't aged at all. I don't know, man. I was looking at some of those pictures when he had the uh, – the his hair looked blonde as shit. The one you posted on the Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ever blonde, blonde. Yeah, man. He, he he straight up looks like he's GQ in that photo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a model right there. Good, yeah. good looking man you are, Sergeant, uh, Sergeant Major Gill. Uh, hot pants, Herbie. Hot um, pants, Herbie. I said I'm that at parade rest, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that I hope... was a question uh, for a board. Like, uh, oh, was it? Yeah, I believe so. Somebody said it was a, it was an actual. Uh, what is Sergeant Gill's uh, nickname? And it was Hot Pants Irving. So there you go, that's, Blue Spaders. I that's gave you that. hilarious. If that ever pops up, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, but he, you, you know, know, that's awesome to, to know that like you're a part of history. Not like what I yeah. did, but like to even have your name mentioned in somebody's board. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. You won. Yeah. No, it's a, it's definitely we, and I feel like the bulk of our dudes, um, you know, and that's kind of one of the things that we definitely want to talk about too is 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 life post military. Oh yeah. And um, I feel like a lot of our dudes have done some pretty cool shit, man. Um, 
You know, like with with with, with what uh, Doc was saying that he's doing now, man. Fucking, he's just it, it. I dude, I was so glad to hear him say that he is enjoying life. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is happy to me, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, like he may not he he may not be the richest motherfucker. You know, he sure as fuck is ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but if he's enjoying life, you know, you can't. That's awesome. That that's. Because I mean, because you, you you think about it, man. Like wealth can be measured in in multiple ways, right? Like yes, know, big bank account, blah blah blah. But like, dude, Doc is living his his best fucking life, and that's that's badass to hear, especially knowing, you know, what he you know went through and experienced. Um, and a lot of us went through and experienced in in our own ways. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another 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 one of our uh, uh, fellow blue spaders that I uh, uh, am exceptionally proud of for accomplishing what he's doing is uh, uh, Love Nate Love. Oh yeah. Um, for those of you who like guns, look up uh, Frontier Tactical. Um, so Love after he left the military, and I'm, I, I talked to him today. I'm hoping to bring him on. He's uh, he's interested. Uh, oh, that's I, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man, he's got a unique perspective. I actually kind of looked up to him because he was kind of this, uh, he was kind of a thorn in the side of leadership because he would always bring up good points that counter, uh, counter, uh, contradicted. Oh, man, I had a couple of beers. Contradicted, <laughs> you know, what was going on. And uh, he mm-hmm. was always that voice of reason, I think, for uh, the lower enlisted dudes. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't afraid to voice it, man. He was a very intelligent guy. And, you know, he left the military and, um, you know, he got into uh, machine working and, and smithing and um, created his own gun company. Like, it's fucking badass. He, he, he moved it from Oregon to Florida and uh, it's called Frontier Tactical, man. You can look it up, uh, his, uh, his weapon system. Son of a bitch. What is it called? I'd... It's the one where you can switch the caliber, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a multi-caliber system, and basically, you know, you, you detach the barrel, and um, there might be a slight modification to the receiver, and um, <clears throat> and yeah, man, you can shoot. He's got a video somewhere floating around. It's just a, um, a you know, a, a plastic table. They're at a range. It's a table just with all these different barrels, and he's got the same, um, same lower. Yeah, the same lower, and uh, he's just cycling through. He's like, pow, 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 pow. Takes the barrel off, puts on a new barrel, does some shit, slaps in the fucking magazine, locks and loads, and like within seconds, he's shooting a different caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool, man. It's us, uh, so yeah. the warlock, warlock system, not not to be confused with like witches and warlocks, but war lock, L O C K. So frontier tactical warlock, and um. Yeah, man. So I'm definitely excited to, to get him on here and and to hear hear all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's always good to hear people doing things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, old friends doing things from, from people from the unit doing shit. You know, sharing what they're doing and letting us know what's going on. The only way you can really get your shit out there is if you fucking share it. The more you yeah. share, we'll share. And and we're friends. These are our our friends. So of course we're gonna tell you about it. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't, I wasn't going, I wasn't saying all that to like, you know, plug his business. But at the same time, you know, plug, 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 check out Frontier yeah. Tactical. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because Love's our homie and um, we want his company to do well. We want him to do well. And we want you to have, you know, a good product if, if, yeah. if that's what you're into. Um, 
Even and with that, you just then we just sit at home, I'm not sit at home farming. We got people who are far, farming yeah. now. That's yeah. dope. I haven't never never planted a thing in my life. Well, no, I grew some grass once. You got a you got a son, right? Yeah, you planted that seed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, sex. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it at least once. Successfully. At least once. Yeah, everything worked out one time. Damn. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to piss off with you that. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll just don't worry about it. I edited it out. Yeah, right, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You haven't, uh, you know, I, I noticed that you, uh, this episode so far, I think, uh, with that with that being the one exception, I think everything else has been good to go. So there's not a, really, that's the only thing that you're going to have to edit out of this one. Yeah, um, that's it. And I'll, I'll, and I'll, I'll take care of it. I tell yeah, man. I, I'll tell you, like you, you probably are like the best editor I know when it comes to uh, editing. Oh, well, you know, man. I'll put the work yeah. in. Take yeah, the time. You do. You know. Yeah. Do you the do. do the do the science of it. Yeah, I mean, right. It really is. So, for those of you at home listening, like, imagine this: Tyree Brown, um, in a lab coat because that's what he wears when he does this. He does his lab coat. He's got a whole lab, like beakers and. and droppers and microscopes and stuff and there he is and it's kind of like in a scene from like csi or whatever you know where Mm -hmm. um that one goth chick is for some reason working in a crime lab because you know they're appealing to those kinks um (laughs) now he's not tyree's not dressed up as a goth chick uh probably I, I, i really don't know could be uh, no. But the, you know he's in there with his. He doesn't even wear. He doesn't even wear glasses. But he's got glasses on. Um, just I sciencing. Glasses. I wear glasses now. Oh, you do now. <clears throat> That's right. Yes. You do now. Yeah. I'm old. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, yeah. happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. What can you say? <clears throat> I wore but glasses you, for a you, little you bit. You kind of brushed up on something kind of funny. Yeah. The music. You're... The music. The music. You said something about music a second ago. I don't think I said that word at all. I thought you said something about music. Well, I picked up on music. What kind of okay. uh, what music right. do you listen to now? Fuck, man. Um, <clears throat> those 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 in my uh, so, so friends of mine would say that I only listen to metal, but that's not entirely true. I listen to a lot of things. Um, matter of fact, when I was at the gym, this song that I was listening to. Um, so keep in mind, I'm not a religious person, um, but mm. I was listening to this song. Um, that I sent you earlier today, God, We Need You Now by Struggle Jennings and uh, uh, Caitlin Curtis. Um, as, on you repeat, say the, as you say the title, yeah, it seems more Jesus-ish to me. So to me, it came off as like, like God, We Need You Now. I mean, I get it. Like after you said that to me, I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this definitely has a lot of like overtones for sure but mm-hmm. i don't know i just like how the song feels as it is an interesting vibe to me and honestly it's like so me when it comes to music dude i never i never really lyrics at first honestly the whole thing happens if i can listen to what i'm hearing i don't give a fuck about the content of the lyrics if it makes me feel a way because i'm more about the music and to me the vocals are just another instrument and so I can listen. That's why I can listen to metal where you can't understand what they're saying, because to me, it's a symphony. It's an orchestra. It's this masterpiece that's put together by like these like finely tuned, very like my one of my favorite bands of all time is Lamb of God. And I finally got to see them in concert uh, not too long ago. And they did not disappoint, dude. Absolutely amazing show. 
Um, and they're really good dudes. Um, but like I mentioned before, you know, I'm, I'm still, I still listen to Zayo and living sacrifice. And I mean, just t- Lorna shore, uh, just recently became a good fan of them. I mean, this insane metal, but at the same time, you know, I also, on my, um, like right now, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> on my phone, I've got Havana, right. By Camilla Cabello and, you know, um, uh, Lalisa, whoever the shit that lady is, cool. you know what I'm saying? So I, Lalisa, Lalisa, Industry Baby by Lil Nas X, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I have all the stuff on my phone, you know what I'm saying? I have the record player song, a lot of bullshit you hear on TikTok, to be honest. That's where I get my new music from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listen to. Now, before you get what? into that, what I... before you get into that, now, I, what I want, what am I trying to say? My, I want to say this before you say what you listen to, because I know what you listen to. When Tyree and I first became good friends or started talking, me and Dave and Haugen and Meat were standing around in the Bears in the hallway <laughs> talking about going to see System of a Down in Paris. And you just happened to be walking by and you said, did you say System of a Down? I was like, my impression of you I knew you were from Inglewood, California. And you remember when you first told me that? I was like, from the songs? <laughs> I'm like, you right? fucking ass. Yeah, dude, because I was, I came from a predominantly white town, but I knew NWA, you know, I knew Easy e and Dre and all those dudes. Um, but I didn't you know, them I didn't personally. know, you know, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? And so like, you know, I meet you. And you know Inglewood, holy fuck! Actual Inglewood? It's a real place. It's like I'm some kind of fucking exotic bird. Like, oh, I know, man. I became a fan. What? Of but then you said, and you stand up on both feet without tripping over. <laughs> hey, man, that's hey, that's how y'all motherfuckers talk about people from fucking Arkansas, man. I do. <sighs> I'm not, yeah. Not, hey, yeah. <laughs> you wear shoes? Yeah, um, exactly. We were talking about going to see System of a Down in Paris, and you were like, System of a Down. I was like, what do you know about System of a Down? And you about bitch slapped me. (laughs) Yeah. Now continue with what you're about to say. So currently, I don't listen to much System of a Down, except the old stuff. I listen to more like Chili Peppers. Yep. Because I'm from California. And then like Mm -hmm. Foo Fighters, because I'm from the West Coast. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. You can take that. Yeah, uh, I listen to MF Doom. I'm a big MF Doom yeah, fan. Yes, away. you are. Huge yes, MF are. Doom fan. So much so that I'm I'm dressed up as Doctor Doom as for Halloween. My friend is helping me out with that. Imagine that, uh, Derek. It's fucking awesome. I can't wait for for you to see the pictures. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wow. Excuse me. What else do I listen to? Uh, I listen to a little bit of everything except well, country, man. Who? Like, I can't right. do country. I'm sorry. Now, I want you, you say that, but I want you to look up Wheeler Walker Jr. I'll say, I'll say Wheeler Walker Jr. Okay. If you hate country, you'll love this country. If you, if you have a sense of humor, you'll love this country. If you have a, uh, if you have a, if your mind is in the gutter, you'll love this country. Um, Who's your, but who's your, who's your favorite all time? Uh, artist, my favorite all time artist. I can listen to at any point, I can just pick up whatever they're doing and listen. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna, it's uh, fuck, man. Um, 
I think well, I'm such a big Chili Pepper fan, but the the guitarist from the Chili Peppers is yeah. John Frusciante. I'm a huge John Frusciante fan. I love the fight. Whatever he does is fucking golden. Yeah, no, that that's what that's what I knew you were gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, because you were on the bass, you were trying to learn a lot of uh, of Chili Pepper songs. Man, I know that's Flea, but yeah. Um, I mean, they're that dude's a fucking. Yeah, musical genius. It's it, fucking. You can't imitate them. You can just try to fucking. Honestly, dude, it <sighs> kind of seems like Anthony Kiedis is the least talented person of the band, and he's still extremely talented. Yeah, no, yeah, that like, band period is just yeah. so fucking flooded with talent. Like, yeah, uh, you. I, I have. Uh, I found some of their old uh, recordings. You can look up on YouTube uh, from their sessions from when they were doing Californication. The yeah. Mm-hmm. When John came back the first time after he's, he left the band, um, he's back with the band now. But yeah, they have such great chemistry as a group, as a band. It's like, man, it's, if any four people belong together, it's those fucking four people. And I'm yeah, sure there's for other sure. bands that have the same kind of thing. Like, I'm a big a Rage Against the Machine fan. I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Huge Rage Against the Machine fan. Good. Um, I like Audio Slave too. Unfortunately, you know Chris Cornell. Fucking also away. rest in peace, man. Damn, it's been it's been a R.I.P. kind of show. Yeah, yeah. Fucking it's rough. Um, <clears throat> like, Mal Rat uh, at fucking Chester Bennington too. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you remember when we were in Iraq and uh, we listened to a lot of Rage while we were over there. A lot. I remember yeah. Wild Bill. Our platoon sergeant would bust into my into my room or come over to my bunk. But hey, Johnson, hey, you got any rage? I was like, Roger, that's sergeant. Which album do you want? They're like, give me the first one. The first one was the angriest. Mm-hmm. They had a message and they wanted to get it out there. It was a forty-five minute album, and he'd come back about forty-five minutes later, amped, dude. Fucking pupils just <laughs> popping out of his head. Fucking because you know he was he he drank a lot of coffee too. Um, very caffeinated man, um, and very hyped up on 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 Rage Against the Machine. He'd come back, hey, 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 get your gear on. We're fucking going. We're going hunting. We didn't go on patrols. You remember that? We didn't go on patrols, man. We went on. We, we went, went hunting. hunting. Yeah, yeah, we went hunting. Um, and hunt we did. And uh, yeah, so you remember while we were there though? You remember we were buying like clothing online? Yes. You remember those I bought all kind of shit? Yeah, that was remember- the dumbest thing ever. That shirt, those shirts we bought with a guy on them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I still wear mine, I don't give a shit religiously with with, with uh, Che. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Why not? Turns out Che was not a good dude. No, I know he wasn't a good dude, but militarily. (laughs) (laughs) I know, he's a bad dude. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great, but I remember, I remember being asked by some uh, time I was wearing my fucking Che Guevara shirt, and they were like, "Oh, you like Che? You like Che?" And I said, "Hell yeah, bro!" And they were like, "Thumbs up!" And they started laughing at me. I was like, "All right, I don't know if I made friends or what happened, but then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh no, no, I'm good." No, I read a bunch of his books when we were in Iraq. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, me and you Sergeant Baggett actually talk about talked about some of his uh, some of this stuff, and we mm-hmm. both agree like he was a horrible person but but strategically he wasn't he was uh, actually not that bad he had the strategeries 
strategic strategic uh capabilities (laughs) yeah no i remember dude when i when when we met you know and i found out you're from inglewood i automatically assumed that it was fucking nwa easy e tupac dre snoop oh man i listen to some dj click still on trip yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I know you can't, you can't be from there and not listen to it or be familiar with it or in some way support it. But mm. I was absolutely blown away when you said System of a Down, and uh, we went to that, we went to Paris to see System and completely missed the show uh, due to um, not looking at what time the fucking concert started. <laughs> yeah, that was. But, uh, it was still a fun time though. We did get to see Paris. Him. Yeah, true. It was fun. We got to see Jim Morrison's grave, um, mm-hmm. which I'm not a big fan of the doors, but it's always kind of cool to see stuff like that, I guess. Love the doors. Um, um, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck about the doors or Pink Floyd. Y'all can hate me if you want to. I'm not a big classical rock kind of dude. Like, like I would way listen to classical rock before I listen to anything out right now. Personally, that's just me. It depends on what's out right now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I've just never been into it. I mean, don't be wrong. You know, Queen, you can't go wrong with Queen. Um, Metallica, but I wouldn't really call him classical rock. And then Ozzy, right? But like only Ozzy was Zach Wild. I wasn't a big fan of uh, whatever the fuck his fucking name was. I can't remember now. But I don't know, man. I just like the grittiness of of hard rock of metal, man. I just I just I just, I just dug it. Like that's the kind of music I wanted to play, mm-hmm. and that's what I listen to, man. When I'm in the gym, like for, on my on my deadlift days, if I want. I tried it with a different. I tried it with a, band, a different band. But if I want a good, heavy lifting day, I'm listening to Lorna Shore. I tried it with Ginger, the um, the uh, their uh, Ukrainian metal band. The lead singer is a female. Amazing vocals. Um, amazing band, really. Like they're 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 just good all the way around. But like mm. I tried it with their music, and it just didn't hit the same. I put on Lorna Shore, and immediately, dude, like I was fucking dialed in. <laughs> So this is the thing, dude. I would listen to R and B before we go out on fucking patrols, like yeah, fucking Anita Baker and yeah. like Michael McDonald. <laughs> That's because it was funny to me and it made me chill out and not worry about shit. I could sing along. What I was... suppose you could sing along with like fucking metal, but I don't know. It, it, it just you really can It just made me feel more comfortable. I don't know yeah. why. I get you. What was the first song you listened to when we deployed? The first shit. What do you mean, like into Iraq? Oh fuck! What was the first thing I listened to? It wasn't bombs over Baghdad because everyone else was playing that. And I'm like, it's fucking stupid. No, I'm and everyone was, everyone was playing that because I said so. That was my <laughs> first song in Iraq, "Bombs Over Baghdad" by Outkast, which you got me into, by the way. Outkast. Outkast is dope. You gotta love Outkast. I think the first only shit Andre I... Three Thousand. I'm not a big fan of Big Boy. They're both dope. Well, man, you're, uh, they're both awesome. You're tripping. Yeah. I, 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 I want to say the first shit I played into Iraq was, I don't even know. I got to think about it. Come come back to me. Come back to me. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> next, next question. Next question. Next question. Um, yeah, man. Um, I think music was a big deal. Oh, especially... it was Eminem. It was Eminem. The first oh. shit I played when I crossed over in there was Eminem. Uh, I am whatever you say I am because it's okay. super mean and aggressive. Yeah, for sure. And I'm I like, think right. I think for for the crew of us that uh, that hung out uh, around each other the most, music was a big deal. 
me, you, uh, Griff, uh, Wild Bill. I mean, a lot of us, like, a lot of us, man, like, music was a big deal. You know, what was interesting for me is I, uh, when we were deployed, when we were at Uvani, I had trouble sleeping at that point because, you know, you're so amped up all the time, right? Mm. You never know. Like, literally, you never know. Like, we were living on hour or two of sleep here, hour or two of sleep there. Um, and so you, your, your, your circadian rhythm is all fucked up. Like your sleep cycle is just all over the place. So it's just non-existent. Matter of fact, my shit was so fucked up that when I came home, um, like I just couldn't sleep. I remember one time, uh, waking up Tuesday morning and not going to sleep in, until Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, just man. So wide awake know. the whole time. Five minutes left. Oh yeah, man. Um, but like <laughs> that's how that's how easy it is to talk for two hours. Oh, I know. So we'll have to do a part two or something uh, <laughs> sure. down 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 the road, down the road, down the down road. the road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, music was a big deal uh, for us. So for me to go to sleep, I I had a playlist of like easy stuff, like 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 a perfect circle and 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 you know some of Tool's lighter songs and you know uh, who was that fucking Ben Ben Jack or. Ben, some, I don't know, man. Some dude that fucking saying Jack about, Johnson. Y'all used to listen to that shit. Y'all used to listen dude? to Jack, Jack Johnson nah, shit. I was not. I was not a Jack Johnson fan. Easy listening shit. I never. I, don't, I can't remember. I can't remember this motherfucker's name. But anyway, that shit would not put me to sleep. It wouldn't. I would lay there and just be anxious. So I would put on. Uh, I would listen to Kitty. I would listen to uh, Zayo. Uh, um, Pantera. I mean, I would listen to these like this heavy shit and fucking out like a light yeah oh, man. yeah i got any i need something nice and, and chill something preferably from the 80s mm. <laughs> it's the only mm. way i could like relax back then with with the yeah. music now i just need something in my ear and i can fall asleep with just one ear pod and <clears throat> playing something in the a... background and i can drift off do you do you have anything that you, you that's a go-to Go to for sleep for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I again, it's more John Prashanti. Yeah. Anything? I think the the Will to Death album is uh really good. I uh, and this may sound weird to some people, but I have this 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 uh, I don't I don't know how to say it. I don't even know where the fuck they're from. Um, it's not in English. Um, they're um, they're a, a Norse. I want to say they're from Norway, um, and it's very. And I know there's a big kick right now in America to fucking follow along with like the heathen beliefs or Norse or everybody calls themselves a Viking now. But um, my 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 DNA and my ancestry is actually traced back to that stuff. So it's it's, it's kind of a weird thing for me. Um, I listen. I listen to this music, and I feel like an immediate connection to it. It's an interesting thing how that works. But um, mm-hmm. it's called Folket Borta for Nordavinden, um, and the particular album is called Sagna Mater. I don't know what any of that means. I just know that when I listen to it, it put you I, down, dude. I zone the fuck out, man. Like I to a different fucking world. Like I just am gone the first song i'm like just digging it and then whew, next thing i know dude like it's, it's fucking morning time and i had the best sleep it's wild you know what what put me in that kind of feeling when we we're in iraq and i just now remember mm. it was 
the lead singer from System of a Downs, that album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it, but it was his first solo album that he put out. I want to say, yeah, it had that been in 2003, 2004, somewhere in there. I cannot remember. Because it was like Serart. Yeah, Serart, yeah. Yeah, I've not thought about that in so long. I might try that tonight. Yeah, that was an awesome album. So we got two minutes left, man. Now, a word from our sponsors. Yes. Do you like hot dogs? Cali because Oscar Cali Mayer has the wiener for you. For you, specifically. For you in your mouth. All up in and around your mouth, as uh, say Double G a, would say. In a bun. But, all right, that. Yeah, hey, thank you all for listening. It's been yeah. fun. You guys got to get, know us a little bit better. Uh, I did they, though? There's not a lot of, yeah, I think they did. A did little they? bit. Yeah, I don't know. We, if uh, if you if got to know they us know better, more about us, yeah, than they did before. If you got to know us better, go on over to the Facebook page before I forget, um, which is what it's called, uh, not before I actually forget, but before I forget is the Facebook page. Go over on there and uh, and and comment, man. Like uh, mm-hmm. you know, drop us some shit or or uh, fucking message us. We'll set up the uh, we'll set up that WhatsApp thing so people can message us if they want to or whatever. But you know what? I already set up WhatsApp. Okay, well, it keeps showing up on mine. Is like, uh, hey, set this up, motherfucker. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, ask us some questions on there. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, subscribe, uh, listen, share, share, comment, all that shit. We need all that shit so we can improve. <clears throat> we want to interact. And that's the thing. We want this to be different from most podcasts that you hear. Like, we want to interact with people that listen. We want your feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. We want questions. We want all of that stuff, man. We want this to be a fucking community, not just us. We yep. want this to be a community. That's what we want. And on that note, folks, y'all have a good night. And thank you for listening to Before I Forget. Before I Forget. Peace and all that. Salam. So